Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sale Sundays on SEN Track. Mitch Abaya anchoring tonight's program again and joining us from Banger HQ in quarantine. Jason Bonington, I'll bring him in now. Great man. Pleasure to be back on the show with you. Maybe he's gone. No, he's, he's, uh, no, he he's, there, but he's, he's there, but he's got to turn his mic on. Might uh, help J-Bon. Technology and Jason Bonington don't go yeah. uh, don't go too well, um, but I'll, I'll continue on. We thought that uh, he was ta- going to take a little sabbatical, but uh, been told he's joining us live tonight. Uh, that's Jason Bonington and uh, the boys from Sale, uh, PDJ, who was magnificent last week in uh, the absence of Poppy, <laughs> and Poppy is back from some sort of break. I tell you what, the photos on social media looked absolutely phenomenal, and I reckon. He'll be as fresh as a daisy and back to his brilliant best tonight. Welcome, boys. Hello there, Mitchie. How are you going? I'm well, yeah, I'm mate. Good. I'm well. And you, Mitch, uh, um, shoulders, our shoulders were a little bit heavy last Sunday night, weren't they? You they were. And, uh, yeah. the load. We had to carry carry the load. Um, if um, Poppy had been listening, he probably would have worked out he got slaughtered a little bit with his cocktails <laughs> floating, around, uh, flo- floating around Cairns and Port Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was an interesting trip. Little did I know while I'm sipping on a cocktail in uh, Port Douglas... <laughs> Were you guys speaking my name in vain last week, boys? You, you had a bit of a dip. Oh, we didn't. Well, I wouldn't say no, we had it was a, a dip. It was we're, a fun. It was a fun dip. We're all, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're never critical of you, Poppy. We're, no. you're, oh, you're oh, one oh, of the. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. You're one of the favourites. So no, we yeah, just said that yeah, you yeah. were we, you were living it up. And uh, when you have a when you have a nap at around one o'clock in the uh, afternoon, and I was doing mm, that. Yeah, yeah, watch a bit of tally during the day. I, I don't know that's how well that sits, but uh, it's great to have you back, mate. Um, we are ready for a big show tonight. Hopefully, we will get the bomb banger on shortly. I can see him on the I, mic on the I, camera. What, what happened with him? Did did, did Omnicrom get the better of him? Did it? Yeah, he uh, he got the crom, and um, yeah, he's been out of action, but he's back now. He said he's feeling good as gold, and hopefully uh, he'll be back in studio with us in uh, not too long, but he's obviously doing it from his home office tonight, and it'll be great to have him back with some fantastic tips because we struggled last week, but I'll tell you we what. Do. We did, didn't we, mate? We, um, we did. Don't yeah, worry about you, that. You, no, that, that, that's um, ancient history. Now, yeah, I'm, just I'm five from five today at, the, at uh, Hillsville, so oh, we'll just, oh, there we go. Right, we'll continue, we'll just continue. That, we'll continue that form through. I'll tell you what, Mitchie, if you can get six for six tonight at Sale and our staying alive, we've got a jackpot of $400. Mm-hmm. We have. We've got uh, J-Bon in the background there. We, we do. If you can get six for six tonight in the Staying Alive, we've got a – is it a starting jackpot of 400? Starting jackpot of 400. 400. Yeah, yeah. around 750, 800, well, maybe, at least maybe even knocking on the door of $1,000. $1,000 tonight yeah. it is. So, um, 
you boys, no pressure on you again. I think you went out in the first league like I did last week, Mitch. So, well, yeah. it was just one of those. It was just one of those nights yeah. last night. It Sunday was. Night. Yep. Yep. There's a big echo going on here, and Tomo he just cannot get it rolling at the minute. So yeah, no, it uh, it was a tough week last week, and. We have him. You, you can come out and have a day like Tags had yesterday yeah. where he landed three quaddies uh, for a better total of 27,000. Um, I don't know if you boys heard that. Then you, you might have. Um, yeah, no, I heard that, mate. He's, uh, he, he has had an absolute day out. He had. He had he and uh, then you can have other days where you can pick favourites and they'll get beaten and you can pick uh, roughies and they will, yeah, they'll just get beaten as well and you just think to yourself well uh, I'm hey, up mate, against it so um, we, we've got a uh, we've got a punters club um, happens here every week went a little bit better than the sale cup punters club but I think we got over that last Sunday night didn't we mate but um, oh, we did. we've got one of, our, I've got <laughs> one of my bar supervisors here uh, Andy Lear who's probably the worst punter in the world without question absolutely no idea so he did a stump shift 3.30 uh, Friday night he said sugar I better put my tips on I haven't done them for tomorrow so he picked out a quaddy Went 3B4, B3, B4. Uh, Melbourne Quaddy got it $7,000 later for the Punters Club. Not oh, a bad result. Oh, gee whiz. Bang, bang. That is so we rang, huge. rang him this morning to tell him he didn't even have a clue. Didn't even not have no. an idea that he's... <laughs> Hadn't even followed it. That is, no. that's, yeah, that's heartbreaking sort of stuff. Mm. But, uh, anyway, for us. Yeah, hey, we, Mickey, uh, uh, the first race has already been ran and won here. And, uh, yeah, I was on the, the I was on the winner. Well, yeah, Harley yeah. Willen, yeah, it, it, it looked pretty smart too. Did you, you have some intel, did you? No, I didn't. I just based no. my opinion off the fact that uh, they had it, uh, the breeding of the dog, and that the litter brother won well for Ash Terry uh, on Warrigal Cup night uh, okay. in very, yeah. very slick style. So uh, I just thought that, you know, that uh, producer, Fearless Swan, she can throw them, and uh, this pup, if, if they've got it, then it must have some ability because usually they're, they're, they don't hold on to dogs that can't run. No, Twenty four seventy six too. So yeah, it, it, wow. did, it did did yeah. race. So yeah. Hey, how'd you go? Warrigal Cup night on Friday night. They changed the course from Saturday to Friday night. All went okay. Yeah, all went good. Um, yep. It was a it was a different old sort of night. Um, yep. I, t- I think I told you boys when I got to the door there and I said uh, SEN. He, he looked at me and didn't really know what was going on. This bloke who yep. <laughs> who was handing out these wristbands and he goes, "Are you uh, VIP eat uh, dinner?" And I said, mate, I don't have a clue. I am just here to do radio. Yes. Uh, yep. <laughs> and he, he looked at me for a good 10 seconds and said, yeah, just walk out that door and down the end, mate, will you? So uh, <laughs> it was it was interesting. Uh, obviously a delay because of the uh, the, the lightning. Thunder, thunder wow. and lightning. Yep. Very, so very we had about a 40-minute yeah. or so delay, which was uh, it was interesting. But the, it was a beautiful, picturesque night out there at Warrigal. The, the sun was shining. Uh, really nice sunset in the background, and uh, the dogs were running some slick times as well. So it was fantastic. It was a good night on course, and I think probably uh, one of those tracks that you like to get to every now and then just to, to really see how good it is. Yeah, no, good on you. It's a bit of a changing landscape down here. Trollgan have reopened again, and Pete and yep. I were just saying, and for our listeners, uh, maybe more participants who are more concerned, is uh, uh, we haven't booked a trial tonight for the first time I, mate, I've been here 18 years and, um, well, it's the first time in 18 years yeah. that I can remember. So, so we have not got a trial booked, booked after last year, which is and, just amazing. And I've just found out that Trollgan, you can't get a trial on Tuesday. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be what. Well, the, through level money. So yeah. that's where they've, got, yeah, that's they've, where they've gone. gone, which we, we thought we might take a bit of pressure off ourselves with well, trial we opening. And we We've have. taken a lot of pressure off yeah. ourselves. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, sometimes it's not sometimes it's not a bad thing, and other times it uh, can be a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, but don't forget, it, 
being a new club, people are want to, or not new club, sure. being a new track, people track, are want to go want there get- and trial just to get their dogs a look at the track, sure. especially with some big races coming up. They're going to want to yeah. go there and race. And when when you have such a, a limited pool of you know, tracks to run at, that yes, when yep. a new one opens, people are very quick to get there because they want to try and take advantage of getting a dog used to that track and winning races while it's fresh. How do you find it when you're calling there? I noticed the call on uh, on my Facebook feed. You did a great job. Thanks, mate. Um, how did you how did you find the day? How did you find the track? What were oh, your thoughts? I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. The track's phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's a really really good setup. Uh, obviously, yep. the the day went well. I had a lot of fun, and uh, it was a. I'll tell you what, calling races, it's it's not easy. I'll put it that no, way. That's a challenge. But I'll, I'll challenge. tell you, I'll tell you what is harder: calling races without without binoculars. Um, oh, right, yeah, I okay. I didn't know I had to bring my own set, so... Uh, yeah, oh, I goodness got up, gracious. I got up that'd in the be calling. Di- difficult to see from up there too, mate. Yeah, I got up a, in the calling box, tricky. and the sun, it was about a 29-degree day, so the sun was absolutely belting down. She was and a bit glary. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and I'm trying to look over there at the boxes, and without any set of uh, yeah, binoculars and on a TV on delay, I can't really call it the start of it off the TV on delay. So, no. um, yeah, just did the best of what I had. But the track oh, is it, job. the track's yep. awesome. Uh, that semaphore board that they have there, that is that is something something else. I don't yeah, know if you yeah, boys no. have seen it. It is like, yeah, no, it is, it's, it's amazing, bigger than it? something. Yep. It's bigger than the G's TV. It is bigger yeah, than the G's yeah, TV. Yeah. I think what they're planning to use that for is community groups that want to have picture theatre nights as well uh, oh, to okay. raise money. Yeah, so that's sort of the reasoning behind like the size of that board, yeah, which yep. should work well. You know, racing... Greyhound Racing Victoria, in fact, is really trying to push that association with community. We've yep. been doing it for a few years, but uh, you know, it, it's good that they're they're uh, they're really attaching themselves. To, and, and I think it's it's you, unless sometimes you highlight it, it goes unnoticed. But uh, you know, it's well, you've seen the board now. You can sort of picture how good it's going to be. Oh, oh yeah. that um, Clarky's going to take his bed and couch down there. Yeah, and, uh, that's right. Yeah, sit on the uh, magnificent-looking podium out the front there and uh, and watch telly. Yeah. Well, we uh, we had a chat on Friday night at Warrigal, and obviously we're covering the Terrellgan Cup and going to be are? doing the on-course radio. And the boys said hopefully we can get a, a decent spot at Terrellgan, and I said mm-hmm. there's a beautiful deck there. Out the front, yes, yep, that hopefully is. we can posse ourselves up on and um, yeah. call call the action from there because so where, it is a great. Where did spot. you end up on Friday, on Friday night, mate? Where where did they put you? I was sort of predicting you might have got on the trots track, um, which is mm. the way we're heading last Sunday night mm. to get out close close up. That didn't happen. No. So if you you boys would know Warrigal relatively well, the track. Yes, so mate. Yep. You know you know where the oh, if you're walking from the kennel block. Yep. So there's like a little car park, undercover car park area there with a ramp. Yep. Yeah, we were under there and facing oh, facing the old uh, pet supplies um, area. Oh right. Yeah. So right. we had to. We couldn't see. We, we couldn't see the 400. Like... We couldn't see the 400 or the 460 boxes from where we okay. were. I thought so we they might have put, put you in the barn or somewhere, but um... no, no. We had to. Uh, oh. Yeah, we had to kind of. We had to watch it off uh, the watchy's iPad. Um, right but it's it's it is what it is. It um, mate, exactly right. So who um, good who helped you on who helped you on Friday night? Did you have a co-host or would you on Damo, your own? No, Damo, uh, the watchdog, and myself were all on course. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, yep. so we had a, had a trestle table set up there with the obviously Damo had set all the stuff up because yeah. um, we had to get some of the uh, what do you call it media. Uh, boards and all that down there, so yep, sure. um, yep. set it all up and did it all from down there. And yeah, no, it was it was good to be on course. Um, as I said, like we said, 
would have been a tad bit better if we could have been in a slightly better location that we could have a front on look at the track where you know we could watch the race live but uh yep. that, help. that's yeah that's okay it, it is what it is i suppose but uh, i suppose when you, i suppose when i suppose when you treat it as as well as we were when we were down at sale that uh the expectations are always going to be relatively high now we've got um, look. I guess we've got a bit to go through, but I guess for those people that have been listening to SEN and maybe not picked up on the latest news, I guess Australia all out mm. now uh, yep. with a lead of two hundred and seventy uh, going in towards midway through day three, Pete. So yep. and, um, and, and even no, bigger and news than it, that is Novak's got to go home. So um, the official um, the judges have upheld the uh, federal government's decision. So uh, Novak's heading back home. So that will be interesting to see how that plays out. There'll be some mad Serbians around the streets of Melbourne, I'd say. There'll be some unhappy Serbians, yeah. yes. And My mum's Serbian. Is she? Um, and she, she quite likes Djokovic. I'm not a huge fan, but she certainly won't be protesting, but she'll be one of the few who aren't. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, tonight, Mitch, what, what are you thinking tonight? Have you got any standouts? I do, I do. Jaybon bon, right. is about to join us. He's there, ready okay. to roll. I might bring, I might bring him in. Uh, yeah, and then I'll fire bring away. It. I'll fire okay. away with my best bets, and uh, we can have a chat to him and see how he's feeling. And I know he was he was a man who was pretty vocal when it comes to Twitter when it came to the Novak Djokovic situation, and so is Michael yeah. Thompson. So this could be uh, this be interesting quite to interesting. see where we head. Jason Bonington, the man who we missed last week, as well as Poppy, welcome to the show. Can you hear me? Am I here? Am I on the show? Am I back on sale Sundays? Oh God <laughs> bless! What a wonderful situation. Um, oh, the only difference between Tomo and I tweeting about the Novak Djokovic situation is I've got, you know, more than 5,000 people following me. You know, Tomo's probably got eight of his mates that are, that are looking at him. So, oh, I, you know, you might as well just send it in the WhatsApp chat for Tomo. I bet it's okay. He'll, he'll develop over time. But um, uh, certainly I had, I had some fun with it. It wasn't just about uh, Novak, of course. It was about uh, the entire um, uh, Pooh show. That, yeah. uh, that, that we've had over a long period of time, and now we've got 293 million people that have got Omicron, including me, in a nation of 26 million people. So it's been interesting. Uh, uh, what What are the symptoms been for you, Jase? Because I, I caught up with Sam Watson on Saturday. He got COVID from the Boxing Day test. Um, he said it was nothing more than a scratchy throat, a bit of a headache. He felt a little bit tired, but a couple of days later, he was good as gold. What's your experience been? Well, I actually just tweeted not long ago. The biggest symptom that I've had is an exponential increase in tilt punting. I, I, this has been <laughs> underreported. I feel the World Health Organization. I went through. I went through several websites, and they said headache, uh, cough, some congestion, runny nose. Nobody told me that I'd be. I'd be punting. You know, the kind of turnover that I probably would have enjoyed six or seven years ago. So that's been the major symptom. It, look, it hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't knocked me around. I, I, it's been pretty mild, to be honest. Um, that, that's weird. I heard Sam Watson was. Um, I heard the last rights were given, but anyway, I'm glad to hear he's doing well. And uh, and oh, look, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's a little bit like Russian roulette. You don't really want to get it because you know you hear these stories in the news about the 22 year old powerlifter who yeah. unfortunately lost yep. his life, and they say he was yep. healthy as a buck rack. You think it's got a Six shooter gun is it? It's about a, you know it's about a five thousand shooter gun, but you still don't want the bullet to go in you. No. But having said that, there is there's a fair bit of bit of relief, boys. Once once you've got it, you feel bulletproof because it's it's now over and done with, and you don't have to you don't have to sit around stressing your bed anymore. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So from your point of view, uh, I think everyone's jumping at shadows exactly for the reasons you've pointed out, Jay Bond. Uh, we don't want to get it through fear that we might be one of the unlucky ones, but. 
I haven't uh, come across anyone who's been any unluckier than what they might get with a cold or a flu. No, neither. No, we're the same, mate. Well, I, 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 I just tend to think, I just tend to think that everyone's going to get. It's almost like uh, you know, you, you're nearly better off as long as you're not going. Like this has been a heavy work period for me with harness racing uh, as well as SEN, and it hasn't been ideal. But at the same time, I think if you know. <laughs> You know the Grim Reapers behind you. You just say, just just put the scythe in me now. And let's get it over and done with and move forward because it's it's uh, it is a relief to know that um, you know once it's over and done with, it won't be happening again anytime soon. There was a there okay. was a time there was a time there uh, in if you watch I reckon if you watch the TV that you virtually thought you couldn't open the front door because if you caught it you were going to be dropping dead. Yep. Uh, yeah. And yep. now I've had some mates that have got it and yeah they said it's uh, nothing too major and. Oh, move on. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And which we we all wanted to do a long time ago. Move on with our lives. And yeah, someone's just come and commented on the Some... text line here. Said you can still get it after you've had it, Jason. You could. You can. Yeah, no, I'm I'm aware, I'm aware you can. But if you double vax and I'll get a booster, and now I've had it. I mean, yes, I I'm aware I can get it. But at the end of the day, the next time, the next time, if the symptoms have been mild this time, well. If I do happen to get it down the track, unless it's uh, unless somehow there's some variant that comes back and is ultra aggressive, which seems oh, incredibly unlikely, couple. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Poppy, poppy crumbs, the next one that's yeah. going to come through. It is, so, yeah, yeah that, that'll that, be that, that'll be like getting hit with very flash. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you, 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 you get yeah, grey hair. You get, you get grey hair, and you become <laughs> very swarthy. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, Jay Bond, you got any specials tonight? I I mentioned to Mitchie before that our Staying Alive for Six has jackpotted. We've got $400 in the pool. To kick it off. Yeah, expected to get, you know, knocking on the door of $1,000 tonight. So uh, if you can pick a place getter on each of those races between five and ten, that'll be a good start. But have you got any other standouts of the night? Uh, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be trying to um, cripple the competition in the last couple of legs of sass tonight. And I'm going back to... I'm going back to an old favourite tonight. I, I think the, the circumstances for Jeez, a mega dodge go. just back to back to the small future. field, small field, wide draw, not the not the strongest free for all we've ever seen at sale. I, I just think it, it all. Yeah, no, I reckon it's the weakest free for. I, 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 I reckon he has to unless unless the two gets a massive break on him. I think he'll he'll be fine. No, I'm seeing five. I'm seeing five fingers from the great peacock. Yep. Right now, my over faith. the uh, over the jitsy. My faith okay. will. I'm moving. Uh, it won't be in my. It won't be. In, well, it's not in my early quaddy. I've already played my early quaddy. Um, I played six horses in the uh, six greyhounds in the first leg. Well, it's a worry if you're playing six home, horses so because uh, we're covering the dogs tonight, Jason. If you didn't know, uh, maybe that's a symptom. <laughs> from, uh, geez, geez, you stepped on that one quickly. Think <laughs> of, all right, I'm back, mate. I'm back, mate. I'm ready to roll. I'm watching you. Yeah, your, your best bets tonight, Jace. You got any that uh, you want to push out early? Besides well, it's just a mega dodge, really. I like it. There, there, there's, I mean, there's a lot of shorties, isn't there? There's a, and I, I, I actually don't want to take. Normally, I do want to take on at least one. I'm going to be playing very skinny through the quad. I think those shorties all yeah, win. So I, I don't know that there's a lot of value. No, I agree. I'll, I'll go through my two best bets, and I've got uh, one starting in the next, and one's in okay. race nine. So race two, number six. I'm a very big fan of. I think this thing. Was terrific in his first two runs at Bendigo uh, for Justin Nolan. Uh, in that, in the two runs there, it went 24-16 and 24-03. Tremendous early speed uh, at a high tan. Two dollars and fifteen, I think, should be leading and winning. And the okay. other best, I'm expecting a Nolan double here. Race nine, number seven, Lady Ziva, coming off a run at Sandown. 
where it went 29 and 59. If it can't win off box seven out there, I reckon there is something seriously wrong um, because it should be winning by five or six in this field and probably jump around $1.40. Yeah. Okay. So have you got any kennel information? No, zero kennel information, just going off form. And, yeah, if... If this first one wins, I'll almost start counting my cash for the second okay. one. Okay, okay, I'm with you. All right, so all up, what are you looking at? If you did a uh, all up uh, race two, number six, race nine, number seven, what are you looking at? Uh, six to one, maybe? Two, nah, two, about 215 into 210, roughly. So well, okay, 470, yeah, 450, around okay. That. Around okay, that. so that's all right. I'll, I'll be happy with that. Yep, yeah, no, nah, fair enough. All right. Peacock, well, Peacock, I, I, reckon, I reckon tonight, we've already spoken about shorties, but there's a number of, like, basically head to head. Two dog races. This is Correct. one of them, I reckon. So, yeah. the, so the only way that the six gets beaten is if Sugar Plum Fairy begins brilliantly from the one, and and you know, and and the six has you know gets into a little bit of trouble or doesn't lead comfortably. Yeah. And that's one of about three races we'll be covering tonight, which I reckon are basically it's all down to the start, and there's probably only two realistic winning hopes. If I give you if I give you this stat line, will you will this change your mind on Sugar Plum Fairy? Uh, it's had 11 starts at the track. It hasn't won, and it's had two minor placings. Uh, well, I'm with the six anyway, but um, <laughs> certainly you've strengthened my result. Yeah. No, fair enough. Okay. Uh, Jay Bond, we, we, we did uh, Let the Lids Fly, or whatever that show was called, a few Mondays ago, <laughs> and you were in fine form, and you pointed out that exact thing in one of the... One of the uh, the dogs you picked in the night, you were, on a, you were on a roll that night. I've never seen a roll like that before. Can you recall that night? Yeah, we had, we had some serious fun to do. There was a little oh. start of the night. Do you remember? Do you remember there was a, there was a young there was a young man uh, Peacock who who thought I might have a swing at Jay Bond, but um, you know I'm from the back blocks. And then uh, and then as soon as yeah. he had a swing, I just went left, right, good night, and he turned out to be a river bloke. And we had a yeah. fun night. But we just probably there was an hour or ninety minutes there, Poppy, where um, yeah, it was rare air stuff. Yeah, it was yeah rare, rare stuff. And if, if anyone's seen the Batman movies where they go boof, bang, zap, that's exactly what Jay Bond did during the course of that Monday night. So let's hope you can do it tonight. So number six is your standout and race to yep. number six. Uh, let's see if we can't get this show on the road with a win, boys. Anything from on course, boys, from uh, you two? Because I know you guys uh, tend to see them quite well down there. And usually what happens is that you piece together some sort of little multi and it salutes, I reckon, probably twice... Oh, I, I reckon two times I, I reckon in every Maddie, three. I reckon Maddie Clark in race three. That my comet who won well here last start. Uh, would have to be. I mean, they're saying three forty. I don't think you'll get that. Mind you, Pete, you pointed out how uh, good McMahon's been going here. Yeah, as we talked last week, uh, Mitchell has got 11, 11 winners in the last two uh, meetings here. So uh, the McMahon stables are absolutely on fire. Scary sort of stuff, isn't it? He, yeah, is, it he is, has been it is. absolutely airborne. He's got Yaza in race three. Uh, yeah, he looks yep. very good. And I think his best chance of the night tonight falls in, I think it was race number eight, Dr. Buzz. Okay. Dr. Buzz, okay. race eight, number so, seven. So, so he'll be part of your last leg of the quaddy as we see the he will. dogs being boxed for yep. race Green two. Green light's about if... to be turned on here for race the Gippsland, two, Veterinary, Gippsland Hospital. Veterinary Hospital. Second on the card. Event. Let's get the sale now. Mixed grade six, seven here. 440 metres, there's the green light, set to go. Ready for a start. 
Racing, There's Sugar Plum Fairy came out pretty well, showing oh, pace no. in the centre. There goes Mac Attack, but Sugar Plum Fairy kicks up, and now around the outside was Basil Brush Rose. Basil Brush Rose goes to lead from Sugar Plum Fairy. Going up to third was Barbara Ann, then for the back was Mac Attack. Well out of it there was My Dream of the Favourites, not in it with Show no, Queen. not in it and at Dr. all. Dr Rooney coming up to the corner. Basil Brush Rose doing it well, no. about three lengths clear, and Basil Brush Rose wins it from Sugar Plum Fairy. Then came Barbara Ann, and behind those were Mac Attack, and then came Dr. Ernie Numbers Bernard. are seven, one and eight. Basil Brush Rose for Jeffrey Chignall around the $9 mark. Great value there. Number one, Sugar Plum Fairy continues its non-winning run at sale. And Barbara Ann runs third. We're going to get to a break here on Sale Sundays. Mitchell Bayer, Jason Bonnington and Rob Popplestone are back as well as PDJ. We'll be back in a couple of minutes' time to cover plenty more action from the Sale Greyhound Club. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Welcome back to Sale Sundays on this beautiful day in Melbourne. Mitchabaya, Jason Bonnington, Rob Popplestone and PDJ, the big crew are all back together tonight after only a couple of us were around last week after... Bomb was crook. Poppy was off venturing around and enjoying himself. And it's great to have both of them boys back on show tonight. And we're doing it all for the Sale Greyhound Club. Sale every day for the award-winning Grey's Bistro. And I tell you what, the food that comes out of there. I know Rock's, not Rock, bad. Rock's keen for a Palmer and chips, but that I feel it that we had that first night, Jason, was absolutely top-notch. And you actually ate your food in the space of uh, probably an hour, an hour and a half, opposed to probably four hours when it sits around in the studio. So that must be saying something about Grace Bistro. That really worries me when anybody calls me Jason, particularly you, Pete. I mean, that would have been maybe the third time in the history of our friendship. But yes, I knocked it back in probably 90 minutes, which uh, is like you knocking it back in 90 seconds. So it was, uh, it was delicious. I don't know if it'll get to rock tonight, but he should continue ordering and hopefully he can get from sail to Rock's house as, as soon as possible. Uh, exactly right. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be. Uh, don't know if it'll be getting to his house tonight. But yeah, if you are planning on making a trip down the Gippsland area, be sure to get to sail. And the Mansi Hotel where we stayed was absolutely phenomenal as well. So the boys looked after us down there. We've had race two run and done, and we had no luck there. Wish we had had race one on the program because we both, I reckon, would have <laughs> featured the winner there. But not to be. We've got race three coming up in around fifteen or 14 or 15 minutes time, and that is a final for the Roddy Security. Uh, Yaza is your favourite. That is a very, very tough race. I'm just looking, just doing the form then during the commercial break, and, you know, I mentioned Clark, and then I looked at the, then I looked at what McMahon's have got in there, and then Chignall's, Half of the course. Field. And yeah, all of a sudden, if you can find the winner, you, you'll find the value. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Wild Bob's a big chance at around the $18 mark for wow. uh, Donny Rhodes. Wow. So um, I, I don't think it's as clear-cut as the market suggests. What are, you, what are your thoughts, J-Bon? Uh, totally, totally disagree with all of it. I think, it, I think it's uh, a pretty simple <laughs> race where there's only a couple of winning chances. Jeez. And again, I reckon the start will be crucially. Just interesting with the last one, we spoke about the bad track stats for Sugar Plum Ferry, but... It was a case of no track stats for um, for the favourite that we went after. And I think that played a role. But look, I'm leaning towards my comment here very narrowly over Yaza. I'm going back to that win here at Sale. Five starts back, 24.83. I think it'll be, it'll be up on the premises. One, four and six, that's where your early speed comes from. So I think Zeki is the only other one that can win. But um, I think it'll be a battle between one and four. And whoever wins a start 
I think we'll win the race. Now, with that with that dog in the last race that we were just following, the six that we're both keen on, that you cannot say that track stats or the lack of being in the track had anything to do with that. It got poleaxed after about 15 metres. But it didn't begin that. Like, it just didn't... It's, it's not a, not that it's Shanghai, but it's been it's been beginning in a in a way that probably wouldn't have allowed it to get into any trouble. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. A couple of texts come through here on the machine. Uh, there was the same racer at uh, Sale, and that was the six, eight, seven, and one all top four. That was from Roy from Templestowe. G'day, lads. Lift Tomo. Look forward uh, to an FM station tonight. That was Roy from Templestowe. I had, I had tags fifty dollar Trixie yesterday in Spearing. Uh, with Sky Command would have been an absolute fill-up. Don't forget, Tags hit a uh, combined $27,000 worth of quaddies yesterday across his three wow, quaddies. Wow. It was phenomenal. He went three from three, and he lit it up, and I heard he lit it up again today. Um, uh, text come through here from Peter from Moonta Bay, and I love this. At least my kids can listen tonight. Uh, obviously, none of Damo's profanity. Uh, last The last few weeks, Damo... He's become, he's become a very dangerous man. There's no doubt about that. And I have to take... A reasonable amount of responsibility. I was just trying to coach him into Loosening being a little up. bit more open, expressing himself, not realising that as soon as I gave him an inch that he would take a mile. And now, you know, it's after dark stuff that he does these days all the time. Real after It dark. is. Well, you, if you didn't hear his comment from uh, the Warrigal Cup on Friday, I don't know if Tomo's got the clip, and I reckon he might. We, we had a head-to-head race between Brother Bearing. Yep. And Xavier Bale. Now, mm-hmm. what yep. happens when someone asks you your thoughts on a race in a head-to-head? What do you usually do? Give a tip. Yeah. yeah. And you usually logic, go one way or the other. We'll have a listen to this. Oh, the fence are unit each way, like a coward. A unit each way? There's <laughs> no... Sorry, unit on each dog. A unit on each dog. Right, I own a two-dog yeah. race. That's good. That, That's good. Is, that is something we've yeah. never, ever seen before. Yeah, you probably reckon... best off just going to the canteen and buying a pie rather yeah. than waste your money. That was on one was a dollar forty, the other one was two sixty. Uh, yeah, don't, I don't really know about that, Damo. No. Honestly, that surprised me. I didn't hear that. I, I listened to most of it last night, but I, when you said head to head, then I, you know, I was imagining, I was imagining Damo talking about something completely different. Then, I, that, I mean, that's poor form from him, but. At least he didn't go down the. No, he went. He went down. He went down the path. He went down the path on other races and other times on that night. Uh, and he's he's been he's been in some fine form and he's very smart about his comments, uh, Damo Watson. And it's good to see him just uh, really becoming one of the top dogs when it comes to the little one one liners and little text machine talk. And it's he's good. Emerging out, he's emerging out of his shell. He's he's a he's a he's a moth becoming a or a caterpillar. Or, I don't know, the tadpole, frog, <laughs> caterpillar, butter, something. He, um, yeah, he's certainly an unusual bloke. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey listen, uh, J Bond's given us four one six in race three. What are you thinking, Mitchie? Uh, four one six for J Bond. Yeah, in um, in that final, I am keen on. Uh, I do. I like the seven. I like. like seven? I like okay. Wild Bob. Okay. I'm, I'm seven. I'm seven to beat one and two. Okay, so you be going seven each way, I'm guessing, and yep. then one, two. Yeah, yeah. Around, okay. I can't have it at eighteen dollars. No, no. Yars are only beat it by a length and a half last week, and its uh, first section was very good. It went five thirty-four, um, and it's got a very quick beginner inside in afternoon who wants to cut to the fence. So I think it'll cart it straight into it. 
All right. Hey, listen, boys, just another bit of topic of conversation this week, which I'd, I, I wouldn't mind your feedback on. Uh, and the reason, and there's a reason behind this, you saw the, uh, the, uh, vision, uh, the vision and the audio on your Facebook feed, I'm sure, on news services when Mike Amor yes. and his offsider, yes. um, Jess, got caught uh, talking about Novak Djokovic. Um, your, your thoughts on that particular incident? What are you thinking? Um, well, I'm one for calling a spade a spade. Yep. And I, I got nothing wrong with the way they spoke about it. Um, but what I do have a problem with, with is someone throwing someone else under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that was Jason and I, I mentioned yes. Jason again. I Jeez. said that again. If that was <laughs> if that yep. was if that was Jay Bon and I or Tom O and I, I would not expect one of the workers. To, to be doing it, to be yeah. so to did, do that. Did they, think, did they find out who did it? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's come out, but I don't. Yep. I didn't read the article today who it was. But that is as low and scum an act you could yeah. do yep. on one well, of your I'll, I'll, just, I'll just weigh in here. If, it, if if they caught some of the stuff we talk about off air, exactly. yeah, he's endearing as Mike Amor and Rebecca Madden. Let me tell you right no, now, no, no, stuff. no, but no. I, I, there will. Plenty of talk, Poppy, and I, I think yeah. maybe you're angling towards this that potentially it was a little bit of a PR stunt and it was and it was staged because they're a brand new team yes. and uh, showing the human side. But I'll tell you what, the one thing that ensures to me it wasn't staged is it's all well and good um, saying something that makes you look a little bit more human or less, but having Mike Amore swearing it like an absolute sailor at sea. There's no <laughs> way they would have done no, that. There's no, no, no way no. you would have Peter Hitchner sitting back going effing and blinding in the background. Maybe when he's playing a bit of down ball. Have you seen Peter Hitchner uh, no. playing down ball? Well, look, I, I thought it got fairly... Po- I, I definitely don't think it was staged, but no. it, it, it takes me back. I put a proposal to Triple M many years ago to run a show called Triple uh, X Sport and Triple X News where you'd play it late at night, but you'd play it the news, and you talk about the news like those talk about Novak Djokovic. Correct. You actually yep. talked about how blokes would talk about it Correct. late at night. And, uh, and and Triple M wouldn't come at it, which I was disappointed with. But I just thought... Oh, that, that's how everyone get, speaks these get, days. Get, well, that's how everyone speaks. And you can watch all sorts of things these days on TV yep. uh, with all sorts of language. And apparently it's okay. But radio doesn't venture down that path. And I'm not sure why they haven't. Because it would be, well, number one, it would be... Uh, trailblazing it and number two is I think it would attract a really fun audience who would love to listen to people speak about events well, like they spoke about it I mean yeah. I, I actually thought it was quite refreshing I liked it this is the power this is why uh, podcasts have you yes radio yep. overall because people want to hear people want to hear people uh, speak real, their actual real, minds yes people. And the truth is, the truth is that unfortunately, uh, you know, there's there's so many clients involved in radio and all the rest of it, and you can't upset anybody. And there's a thousand people uh, with their hands yeah. on the on, on the microphone. Whereas that, that's why podcasts are so unbelievable because you can you can have you know Joe Rogan or whoever it might be completely speaking their mind, and they don't have to please everyone, and they can say controversial things, and people love it. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah I, true I love it. I, I love that sort of stuff, you know, and they're. The, the way that they were talking was probably something that everyone can relate to, uh, no doubt about it. It's, but the, the act in someone posting that, that was, the, uh, that was the part for me that I thought that's pretty low. But the way they spoke about him, well, that's obviously how they feel. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it get, you get to see the honest side, not the scripted side. 
I actually liked it. I, I liked uh, boys to look at the to see the chemistry of your new team as well. Like that they were having they were having that chat off air the way they were because the thing is we all know uh, having been on the inside that there's media teams that look like they enjoy each other's company on air, but as soon as they <laughs> got to get off air, they want yes. to slash each other's throats. Actually, knowing that people get along and can have a chat like that, I think is refreshing as well. Yeah, no, Tec- fair enough. All right, just there's a text that's come- one of those. Text that's come through here from Maddie Clark, and yes. he said it was the company that does the subtitles. The yeah. bloke was working from home, and they discovered it because of a watermark in the corner of the screen. Wow. Did you ask Maddie to tell us whether my comments get a win? I mean, I enjoy his comments on this, but tell us whether my comments get a win as well. <laughs> Maddie, if you're listening in, my comment. How's it going in the next? Yeah, well, I I, I picked it, and uh, and so did uh, so did our mate J Bond, didn't he? You picked it to yes, win, didn't J Bond? Yeah, four one six. You yeah. didn't find it in your first three, uh, Mitchy? No, no. I just thought it was sticky, sticky. It had a sticky draw. Um, yeah, oh, well, he has. Yeah. Yeah, and like the red worries me because that Yaza, I reckon it wants to push off the track a bit. I don't know if it likes the heat, and I said that last week, but I reckon it got a nice clean run last week. This week. Uh, it might be a bit different, and there's a bit of speed coming across in the six. So I just thought that it could be it, it could be squished in the middle there. But it is a dog with a lot of ability, and time-wise, probably is the quickest dog in the race. All right, fair enough. All right, so, let's see how we go, boys. We need to start to warm up because we we've do. Got the staying alive, starting in race five, and also the start of the quaddy too, boys. So we need a quaddy from you tonight, and also a place getter in each of those races between five and ten. Because we might be able to build a bank here for us to play with in the weeks ahead. Well, fingers crossed we can. Don't forget we're doing it all tonight for the Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Grace Greyhound Racing Track and Sale every day for the award-winning Grades Bistro. The boys on course down there at Sale are doing a phenomenal job. And we might get into the quaddies, Jace, uh, because we're only... Well, we're coming three minutes away from race three, but... We want to get them out nice and early so we're not rushed and having people ping and text left, right and centre saying, where are the texts? Um, I, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you my quaddy straight up, but I just want to uh, take umbrage with Poppy saying we've got to warm up. I mean, we've tipped in one race. I mean, I mean, he's having his comeback show, I get that, but I mean, we, we've tipped in one. We're going to warm up real quick. We will. I'm, I'm playing very, very, very skinny. and I, I almost will be similar. Yeah, you nearly have to go one way or the other here. I often advocate for the staggered quaddies, but here I think you have to decide to take on the shorties or go with them. My quaddie will look like this. I'll, I'll go straight up with it. One, yep. yes. only the first leg ironclad will have no challenge for the lead. No, it wins. And it just wins. Yep. Second leg, I actually don't I, I don't like the favourite, but I'm throwing it in. One, three, and eight all go in, in the second leg. Jeez. Yes, okay. Uh, That's different. Third leg, Magical Mavis will just be winning. I'd imagine if you if you go through those Warrigal runs and you recalibrate them to what what it looks like at sale, yep. I, I just can't see it getting beaten. Okay, it should lead. And in the final leg, numbers four and seven, I'm just going to go uh, limit wow. switch and drop the bus. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow, we're we're similar ish. Um, before what that, are you thinking, Mitchie? So at, at this stage, you're, you're going to end up with three six. You're going to end up with about uh, better than eight hundred, probably eight hundred and twenty-five percent, Javon. There goes uh, the pool. Yeah, exactly right. There goes the pool. Um, yeah. Before I get to my quaddy, Matty Clark has sent a text in. Super pup, but the box might beat him. Yeah, I that know, was right exactly that was exactly yeah. what I was thinking. If if he didn't have the speed coming across from the outside, he'd probably 
uh, be a big, big chance. But I think just caught in the middle, there it, it can make a big difference. So if it, I, th- if I think it, Matty Clark knew he was in trouble as soon as I tipped him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Mike Quaddy is one okay. one out in the first leg. Okay. Three one out in the second leg. Yes. Field in the next. Okay. And coming Ooh. home with four six and seven. Four six and seven. Okay. So you've got a. Yeah, 24-ish. Okay, so you're still going to be better than 200%. Yep. But, but in saying that, one of your best of the night in race two, which was number six, uh, didn't do what we thought it might. No. And you've both gone for the favourite in the first leg of the quaddy. So it's sort of... No, it's not losing, Poppy. It's not losing? No. We need some... Um we need some music to be played, mate. It's been a yeah. couple, couple of weeks yeah. since, oh, we've, had a, since we've had a little song. I know. Yeah. Hopefully this is the race. Uh, am I right in saying that Wild Bob is now into $6 from 18s? Yes, wow. you yeah, are. you are. Wow. Yep. Okay. There you are. It is. Well, and the, that, is and the got the blows. that is absolutely astonishing. Did you, did you get on early? No. <laughs> no. Uh, hence why I've, uh, I'm quite gobsmacked. All right, we're just about ready to go. So Jay Bond's gone four one six. You've no gone seven major eight, changes two. late in the betting. Still my comment by this Myra being be massive. the favourite. This gets up. Tipped it at eighteen. Favouritism at two ninety. Moving into the boxes. Didn't punt it. Getting it said. Crucial yep. for the listeners. I didn't mean to not punt race it. On the card I just, here. I like that. I didn't mean to not just punt it. Just about ready. Roddy security final. Good you little races. Had some tremendous heats last week. It's a pretty even bunch. My Comet and Iaza are the favourites. Green light on, set to go. Race number three. Ready. Racing. Yaza began pretty well on the inside. My Comet shows very good pace. Going up there was Wild Bob. Then further back was Yaza. A couple of lengths, Athena. Zeki's a long way back there with Afternoon. Toward the the tail there was Dr. Renzo. And then Charlotte's going up toward the corner, though. My Comet's the leader. There's no pride away. About three or four lengths to Wild Bob. Then further back was Yaza, but it's My Comet clear. My Comet winning it. Second Wild Bob, third Yaza, fourth. Javon's tuning probably needs a little bit of work, but number four, my comment. Well done to Matty Clark. Said it was a super pup, but the box might beat him. Well, the box definitely didn't beat him. Shanghai, 24 and 92. Second, while Bob, you could have got $3 the place when he was at around the $18 mark, but he was crunched all the way into about $6. And Yaza, so almost in market order, not quite, but your top three in the market with a top three home. We're going to take a break here on Sale Sundays. Mitch Abaya, Jason Bonnington and Rob Popplestone finding the winner of race three. PDJ also joining Poppy down on course. We'll be back in a few minutes' time for race four and plenty more action, including the J-Bon quiz. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Mitch Abaya, J-Bon, Poppy and PDJ of Sale Sundays, bringing you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound Track. And we've had three races completed there. J-Bon and Poppy found the winner of the last. Uh, for Matty Clark, my comment. Easy game, J-Bon, isn't it? It's an easy oh, game. Oh, mate, you know what? I feel for the two boys last week, you know, having, having to hold up and end when, you know, you've got you've got high-quality, high-quality tipsters like us on the bench and now we've yeah. come off the sidelines and just gone left, right, good night. So, yeah. you know, and you know what? I just want to comment. Matty Clark 
I love his work, and I love that he's a regular listener. But you don't listen to trainers. Well, you do, but you take it with a grain of salt. Because <laughs> if you've gone and done the form, unless yep. a trainer has something to tell you that is something that you would never previously have known, you got to stick fat with whatever you're doing, I reckon. Some are, some are too conservative. Some are too bullish. Um, some are in between. And he wasn't really talking down my comment, but, you know, at the end of the day, Poppy and I just stuck fat. We, we just went bang. Yeah. We, we went bang. We went, listen, Matty, I know you know your dog, but we know your dog also. <laughs> and it's going <laughs> to... Yeah, well, the, you boys... Jace, Jace, you're talking about the... <laughs> I, I'm going to keep calling you Jace to annoy you, but you keep talking about you and Poppy sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. I know we struggled last week, but goodness me, you haven't really set them alight. Lately, Jade. Well, we're on a roll at the moment of one in a hey, row. Hang on. Now, I don't, I don't want to bring this oh, down. I've got him already. I've got last, him. Look at the this. Last, I think the last nine times I've hosted the Lids Fly, I've won six times. So, I mean, at the end of the day. I was waiting for it. I knew I it was am, coming. I am, I am arguably the Southern Hemisphere's number one greyhound tip. Oh, oh, I, I, don't know what wow. doing, I don't know what they're doing in England at the moment and if they've got a genuine jet going there. No, nah, look. <laughs> Seriously, seriously, um, and I, 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 want to, I want to discuss this quickly, Poppy and Petey. Yep. So our man Peacock um, has now stepped into the host chair. Yes. And he's doing a magnificent job. And he was at I, – I had a good friend like this a couple of years ago, right? If, if you challenge them, yes. they will fight back like caged lions. And if you compliment them, they just recoil and, and don't know what to say. So I texted – Peacock the other day and just said, basically, you, you've developed into it like an absolute superstar presenter and you're doing a huge job. I got tumbleweed, nothing back from him. Yet if you told him, really? Yet if you told him he was going ordinary on the tip, did you actually he'd absolutely fire back and tell you how good he was? But you tell him how good he is, and there's yeah. nothing. It's, it's, oh, it's I didn't a even very weird phenomenon, Poppy. I didn't see yeah. that. I actually didn't see it. Look at your phone now. I'm sure you can see it. I mean, you're a man who's I, on I, can, phone I, I opened it right now, but I didn't see it. I didn't know. Have you got me blocked? You, you, you only check one in every three texts. Well, I've got 84 of your phone numbers in here because I'm not sure which phone you use. But uh, yeah. No, that's a, very, that's a very yeah. nice comment by you. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, that was after I sent him a couple of the calls down at Terrellgan. Now, speaking of Terrellgan, it's yeah. uh, one, Nick, one of the texts uh, has come through. What's the panel's thoughts after the first... 12 race program at the new Terrellgan circuit. And I had the pleasure of calling 24 races there the other day, which uh, J-Bon <laughs> tuned into a couple of them um, after I sent them through to him, and that was what his text was about. But uh, it was a good meeting at Terrellgan last night, and the track looks phenomenal. But uh, what were your thoughts, uh, J-Bon? I don't know how many of those you saw, or even the races that I called. What were your thoughts on the track? Uh, I went back and watched most of it. I didn't see them a lot of them live, but... I went back and watched most of I mean, it, it, like, what do you say? It, it, it looked terrific. The, the, uh, the Canberra and the J track looks like it, it seems outstanding. The times were, as you would expect, phenomenal. Um, and I'll be touching on that in the Mitchabaya quiz a little bit later, which I've compiled. Hey. Okay, okay. Actually, but you know what I, I thought? How, how do you make it? Like, I, I don't think you can make an, appra- like, an appraisal off one meeting, but I think it would have been everything they wanted to see personally. Yeah. Oh, look, I think the safety of the dogs, obviously, is number one priority. But outside of that, I thought that uh, a few dogs got lost coming around the corner. 
it looked as though they, they, they're all going to be better for the run. You know, you both guys have pointed out how important it is to have track experience. I reckon in particular, given that Tarogan is so different to any other track, I think every dog will improve after having a bit of a look-see, you know, one, two, three times. But I'm not sure whether you picked it up or whether it was just my eyes, Mitchie. I thought a couple of them just sort of wandered off a little bit. Yeah, they did, yeah. Someone else said the same to me the other day that they thought that on that uh, picnic meeting that the dogs on the first yeah. turn just wandered. That's what I, I thought. Don't know, I, I don't know if it's that or just that they haven't been to the track before. So no, when enough. like yep. you got you gotta think that that dogs say going into the first turn at Cranbourne would be hitting that corner harder than you would be at Terrelgan's new track. So mm-hmm. why do they not run off at Cranbourne as a couple were at Terrelgan? I just got a feeling that maybe that they were lost. Like it, yeah. it is but like looking at the track when you're out there, it's very open um, I can imagine for a dog out there, it could be a bit, uh, not daunting, but a bit uh, of something different, what you're not used I, to. I reckon, boys, um, and I noticed it a completely different situation, but when Harness Racing first went to Menangle, uh, completely different track to everywhere else in Australia, 1,400 metres, there were specialists, and in the first six to 12 months, you could make a killing on the punt. Yep, and I reckon I you will. Knowing who can, who, who can go there, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun for those people who put a bit of time in. Uh, over the first six to 12, probably six months to try and uh, get an edge with dogs going there for the first time that seem to have more ability or a higher profile compared to the ones that, that seem to love it, Peacock. Yeah, I reckon you're spot on. I said to Dad that I reckon that there is a couple of little tricks that you can follow when it comes to Terrelgan, especially over the 500. Um, but with the picnic meeting the other day there was a couple of dogs and I was pretty silly I, I, I missed out on one of them big time uh, the winner of that was Aston Miguel um, and it won at Terrelgan on the picnic meeting 22 and 48 or 22 and 50 um, might have even been quicker but it won yesterday in about 22 and 50 or 40 and um, was around the 6 or 7 dollar mark so I might have missed one there but I think you're right some dogs just go really well at a track and you guys would see that down at sale as well that oh, some sure. dogs love the track others you could take them around there. We had a greyhound um, that I owned with some mates at the career club called Orazio. He had about, I'd say, 25 starts at the Meadows and might have placed in three quarters of them. And I reckon he had 15 starts at Sandown. He might have won one race there and placed in another race, and he just couldn't go there. Uh, it's yeah, Sale seems to be another track that's like that. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, we're reaching closer, boys, to uh, the fourth. You're on a roll with my comment. You just go all up. Are you going all up, Jay Bond? Did you say you're dogs? in a roll or you're on a roll or I'm on a roll? No, Jay Bond's on a roll. Oh, I thought you meant yourself. No, no, no. I meant Jay Bond. <laughs> Jay Bond's <laughs> the man. Hey, Jay Bond, what do you do? You, you, you're going, you're rolling it all into Omega Dodge from my comment? Yeah, I, look, I'll be having it. I'm having a good bet here. Look, I know I, Peacock is the uh, is the king. There's no doubt about that. He's got, he's got, he's, he's the best greyhound tipster going around, but I just think Omega Dodge, and it has been. Very well supported. 310 down to 230. I just think the conditions couldn't be any better. Only six dogs going around. Wide draw gets the balance up. To be fair, he's been getting himself... He always gets himself... He's Harry Houdini. He gets himself into terrible positions and then tries to get himself out of them. But he's been doing an even better job of, uh, of wrapping himself up in chains of recent times. But I just think this is his perfect situation. Although... We're now getting down to rock bottom price, I reckon. Yeah. Off. Okay. And what do you think, Mitchie? What about uh, Dr. Mummer from the from the uh, two box? Yeah, it's going to be a chance. Uh, this thing was 
it's probably going a lot better, re, um, not in recent highs, but probably say six months ago than what it is now. Um, yeah. I probably would have said it would have won this race uh, six months ago because it was really stepping well and, and they couldn't reel it in. But it's only been running around the 25 O's, 25-10 uh, sort of mark. And yeah, you look at its best, 24 and 79, that was back in uh, July tw- in tw- 20, not 2021, 20. Uh, so it was a while ago now. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I just it's got the early speed. Still goes consistently 524, 525. Um, so it's going to be up on the speed, no doubt about it. Probably is your leader. Crosses Leo Rose. I just think that my faith it, it's absolutely humming at the moment. Has a PB okay. at the track of 2488. Um, but t- three runs back at Warrigal went 22 and four uh, and 50. Uh, led him up in 825. So I think Brett Mackey's going really well at the moment and. With a slow beginner inside, Dr. Madison, and a slow beginner out wide in Amiga Dodge, I think it's going to be sitting right up alongside Dr. Mama and going to go straight by it, sweeping around that uh, bend. Okay. Brett Mackey had a fair old, um, fair old launch to the Tarogan. Yeah, like well. one of my best bets of the night was Mr. Fire Kick. It is a very, very good animal. All yeah. right. Tell the, the only thing I will say, uh, Poppy and Petey, is that... Uh, uh, Dr. Mama did go, still go 24.86 in defeat behind Dr. Knuckles three starts back. So, look, if it leads and gets a massive break on Omega Dodge and, and he does Omega Dodge things, then I think he's actually the major danger, not the They're five, smashing the five. dodge, but... Yeah, they're smashing the, I just yeah. feel like this is the... Well, I know what this... This is the thing. You've got to look at drifts and and, um, and dogs that are firming and think, why? Well, I think it's firming purely on, on the case that I've outlined. But this is... These are his circumstances, and this is not. Uh, we're not talking it down, but it's not a really strong free for all puppy. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to box the four, and I know there's no, not much value unless Leo Rose can shock. So I'm going to go one, two, five, seven, box four. I just like Leo Rose from that red box. Got a good record from the box, and um, I, I'm probably with you though, Jay. But I just can't see something beating Omega Dodge. I think Omega Dodge in that last 50 minute, uh, 50 meters, he'll be flying down the outside of the track. Yep. I think, well, I think it'd be close enough, Peacock. That's my thing as well. I think in, in a small field, it'll be close enough, which is the critical key thing. The other greyhound that we can't uh, go against, well, can't ignore, is Egyptian Tiger. It's got a phenomenal box eight record. Yeah, uh, it yeah. just wins off box eight for fun. Uh, and early on in its career, it just made an absolute habit of it. So uh, I think around the $11 mark, it, it's got to be included in multiples, or exotics, sorry. Um, but yeah, you're... Uh, we're about 20 seconds away here for the James Yates printing and design. Race four on the card at sale over the 440. Quick message uh, come through here on the text machine from Scott. I've got one bet left in me, boys, unless it wins. Amiga Dodge the Snout or Amiga Dodge top two and my faith top three? Javon? No, go with go with Peacock, both. Yeah. All right, we'll go with both and uh, eight each way from Maddie. As they're about to get locked away for race four on the card. And the next race, we're going to be covering race five. will be the first leg of our SAF, staying alive Madison for six. And then 7.50 and the for my faith for Brett Mackey, who had a, uh, a double at the new Terrelgan venue last night. So they're moving in well. Race number four. All secured away. The green light is on. Set to go. 
racing. Leo Rose came out pretty well. Amiga Dodge about third away and is getting a fair passage early. Dr. Mum is the leader. Amiga Dodge out wide and my face challenging for the lead as well. Then came Dr. Madison. Further back was Leo Rose and then at the tail, Egyptian faith. Tiger. Back off, Dodge. Coming up to the corner. My faith, the leader. About a half a length to Amiga Dodge. Then further back came Dr. Madison and then Leo Rose round the corner. It's my faith Go in front. Amiga Dodge is flying late but my Bang! faith. My faith beats Amiga Come Dodge on! and Dr. Madison. Then for the back came Egyptian Tiger from Leo Rose, Dr. Mullen. daydream. And for a couple of months. Woo! It was the summer of... That's, a, that's actually a big tip. Bang! That is a big tip. Jeez, how was the call? It sat right outside the two. And kicked away around the bend and the dodge couldn't reel it in. Jeez, he was disappointing considering how close he was. I reckon, uh, well, two things here. One, I heard about texting. What I was saying when they go with Peacock and take both, I, I meant the same race multi, and that would have paid nicely, I would imagine. So hopefully he did that. But um, you know what, Poppy? I reckon Amiga Dodge is the kind of greyhound that's so used to getting himself into disgusting positions, maybe he doesn't know what, what to do when he's close enough. <laughs> no, you're right too. And in fact, I thought we'd read it beautifully because the last 50, he had every chance. He, he was coming pretty fast, but not fast enough. And well done to uh, Mitchy. Well, the boy, mate, you both of you, you're on a roll now, guys. I don't reckon there's any stopping you. There's not. And that's uh, the Cronulla has paid eight forty, and the exact has paid $24.10. Well, my, my faith got out to $9.00. In the end, so a massive each way play there. Uh, text come through here from Shannon from Bonnells Bay. Bang, Mitchie. He's a, uh, a very, very good man, Shannon. Had a little chat to him this morning on Twitter. Um, I reckon I saw we, him up at the, the Magic Millions. Was he up there? Yeah, he flew. He flew today. He uh, told me that um, he put my Hillsville tips on this morning and uh, he was he got off the plane and said he checked the account and listened to tags and fits just to cover the last race at... Um, at Hillsville. So we're going to take a break here on Sale Sundays. Race four completed. Then My Faith gets the chocolates over Amiga Dodge. The SEN track boys go bang, bang, one and two. We'll be back in a couple minutes' time. Mitch Abayo, Jason Bonnington, Rob Popplestone and PDJ. Tomo on the buttons. We'll be back in a few minutes for race five, Quaddy and Saffs. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Now, on Sale Sundays, it's time for the boys to try and stay alive for six. That's it. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Mitch Abayat, Jason Bonnington, PDJ and Rob Popplestone. We're to sale every day for the award-winning Grey's Bistro. And we're going to do the staying alive for six. For those that don't know, I'll pass it over to Poppy to explain how that works. What we do every Sunday, boys, uh, between races five and ten, we ask our patrons to give us $5 and also give us a place getter in each of those races. They don't need to be a dividend place getter, just a first, second or third place getter in the races, as I say, between five and ten. Sounds easy enough. It's not always the case. In fact, last week we couldn't find any way to make it all the way home. So we've got a $400 jackpot building into probably something better than seven fifty, maybe getting close to $1,000 if you can do it. So... Mitchie, if you don't mind, if you want to give us a place getter in each of those uh, six races, please. Yes, I will do. Um, I have got numbers uh, one. One. Uh, three. 
Yes. Eight. Yes. Seven. One, three, eight, seven. Yep. Uh, seven. Seven again. Yep. Yep. And then the last race, sorry, I've just, uh, it was the only one I didn't have a number written down for for some reason. And I don't know why that is. Uh, my number was. Agenda uh, the form people. No, I had. No, it was number. It was number six. Score review. Number six. Okay, you've got one three eight seven seven six. But as Jay Bond's pointed out, this is somewhat strategic as well because if you find yourself picking all favourites, you'll find yourself at the end with another hundred and fifty people who have also picked favourites. You get Correct. little dividends. So you've got to find the balance between what you think might win, but what you think might win at a bit of value to knock out a few on the way. So Jay Bond, with that in mind. What are you thinking? Okay, right. So, continuing on with that theory, there's some small fields early, and I reckon you can try and play wide. You know, you can try and play a bit avant-garde or left of centre or off-Broadway there, and it won't help you. So, I've played a little trick in the last couple of legs, but the Peacocks found the same runner as me in the final of the six legs for the Staying Alive for six. I'm going one. Yes. Same as Peacock. Second leg, I'm going number eight. Yes. Then number six, Magical Mates. Mm-hmm. Then seven, Dr. Buzz. Yes. Bowie, number five in race nine, the fifth leg. And then I'm coming home with score review as well. Okay. So you've got 186. One, Seven five six. All right, sounds good. Phone number, doesn't it? Oh four double oh one eight six seven five six. Five six. Actually, why don't you give it a call and see who picks it up? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, imagine that. That'd be interesting. Live on the program, you could get all sorts. Um, we may as well reiterate our quaddies as well, Jay Bond, uh, and percentage-wise, hopefully uh, the boy Poppy's got the tickets there. We can just uh, reiterate what percentage we're going to be following for tonight because I know there's a yeah. few out there that after the tags quaddies yesterday, they will be licking their lips for a big quaddie here tonight well, well, at Pete's sale. Well, Pete's up at the TAB now, so when he gets back here, I'll... Um... I'll uh, let you know officially what sort of percentages you got for the quaddies. Hey, that wouldn't be a bad show, would it? Where you just actually ring random numbers and chat to them. What, what do they do? Where do they live? Yep. What's their work. situation? You've got a couple of good ideas when it comes to shows. Uh, I tell yeah. you what. None of them are really taken off, though, at this stage. But Almost anyway, like he's been in the media for a few years. Oh, uh, yeah, you would, you would think so. But I, I might have to, I might have to um, have a quiet chat to Poppy on the side. We might be able to start something, yeah. start something up here, get something rolling. Yeah. Well, you know what, you know what, and I was discussing Bell this friends. another greyhound uh, man only a few weeks ago, Jason Lincoln from uh, Sky Racing. That yeah, going back to the podcast uh, situation, there's just so many things you can do, and the amazing privilege we have, uh, Peacock and Poppy, is that we've got access to those studios. So um, yes. you've, you've discussed the idea of an educational. Uh, series potentially where you you talk through the major things you look for on the punt and on the tip and how to win money and how to find winners. I've, I've compiled, idea, but there's so many things you could do. I've actually compiled a whole series of notes um, when it comes to that. I've uh, I did all of the uh, things I look for, whether it comes to box draws, uh, records at the track, etc., etc., ready for uh, that to to be constructed. I would have been very happy, Bobby, to host the show, but now, now Peacock's become a host, so it'd yeah. just be a it would just be a one man Broadway show. He'll no. be asking himself questions, going, "Hey, Peacock, what do you reckon about certain <laughs> tracks?" And then Peacock will answer the question. No, I would yeah. never, I yep. would never um, do that. I'm always inclusive with the boys. 
What was that? Jim Carrey movie? Be great, Me, myself, and I. People would love that, but I think there's just there's there's almost an infinite number of ideas, isn't there? Yeah, oh, 100%. So you know, and, and I, I love the fact that, however, you can talk to a punter at any day at any track and they've all got different things they look for or yep. they've got different habits or they, they pick colours or they pick numbers or they always go field first. And they all, like, there is, there is a million different little tricks um, or probably they're not even tricks. What are, they, what are they, their, their habits that punters have picked up that they, that's just what they do every single week? Every single week. And there's a lot of punters out there who have just discovered in recent weeks, hey, you know what? I'm just going to follow tags. Yeah, you know yeah, what? exactly right. I, I don't have to study. I don't have to do it. I don't have to worry. Whatever tag says, that's what I'm going to do. And guess what? Every so often, I'm going to have a big Sunday. I'm yeah, going to have a big Saturday. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. One thing I've probably mentioned it before, but one thing that we probably don't recognise enough uh, is that is just teaching the basics. And I, I, this is something that I like to talk about. On all the shows we do on SEN Track is actually just talking about the basics because you think that people know sometimes a bunch of stuff that they probably don't. So I, I think in some ways you've got to start from the absolute foundation for people and, and give them an opportunity to to learn the 101 and then go into the more complex stuff, Peter. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Sometimes the basic things are the best and... Sometimes if you overcomplicate it, then people sitting there doing the form for a lot longer than they need to, and they might look straight past their selection. It happens so well, often. You, you, can, you can also start talking about intricacies when people are like, well, I don't know, where, like, you've jumped ahead. I'm, I'm doing the third year of a degree, that, and I've just enrolled in the first year. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, spot on. Because a, lot, a lot of punters, particularly on SEN track, because it's a new station, are undergrads. And I, I think, it, you know, making sure you don't lose them by getting too convoluted and too technical too early is, I think, pretty cool. Spot on. Hey, uh, we've got a couple of texts come through here. Evening, gents. I'm playing at home and see how I go. Kev the Carpenter. One, one, six, mm-hmm. four, seven, one. I've wrote those All down. Right, done. So that's yep. Kev the Carpenter. Yep. Um, and we'll we'll keep track of how he's... Kev, I'll put K the C. Yep, K the C. Oh, geez, yeah, okay. Kev, yeah, no, Kev was definitely. one man. Kev was one man when I met him at the Phoenix. You know, you, you think about... Think about the listeners and what they might look like. He looked exactly like he looked yep. exactly like I thought. Exactly he right. Now, how's this, yep. Scotty from Geelong? He mm-hmm. said, "Boys, kill that convo. Me and a mate are trying to get a podcast going that is pretty much exactly that concept." <laughs> well, Scotty's a great man from Geelong. Now, which um, one was he talking about? Because we had a few ideas. He, 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 he He's going to have to just... text us in and tell us which one because we had there was about Poppy. Poppy had three, two or three ideas of a show, and then. We were talking about the the punting side of things, and Scotty's um, Scotty lives very close to where I used to live in Geelong, and um, I'm not knocking knocking you around here, Scott, but I wouldn't be taking this on head to head. I I, 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 would, I would imagine could try and come up with a slightly different concept here. Because yeah, I, I was going to yeah. say, or we'll invite you in at some point. Hey, we're going to go to a quick break. We've got about five or six minutes until the first leg of this quaddy at Sale, and uh, we better obviously we've got our tips out. Uh, or the quaddies and whatnot out, but we're all both with ironclad here. Yeah. You, 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 so, so if you if you if you're playing quaddies, you've got ironclad straight out. Now, ironclad are the dollar thirty a win. Uh, is there something of yep. value for a place the in six. that same race? Willow Ash, the six. Okay. I'll, I'll go the six to place. Okay, you know what? Six to place. I'm exactly the same. My suggested bet in this race, in race five, yep. is a trifecta one to beat six to beat field. Okay. There we go. We'll take a break. We'll okay. come back. On sale Sundays with Race 5, your first leg of your quaddy. 
Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. It's called Jason that often, I've got to say. My partner, Desi G, calls me Jason. Or Jason. Jason! Jason! <laughs> oh, we love it. Yes, that is our man, Jason Bonington. But we call him Jay Bond. I've called him Jason a couple of times tonight. And, uh, Jason. You've seen the looks on his face. Yeah, that's what he's been called when he's uh, a naughty boy. Actually, but... Jay Bond, how's Desi going? Uh, with, with you, with Om- Omnicrom, and obviously her being so fit, did she, did she uh, have to suffer any of the symptoms or not? Yeah, no, she uh, she was first on the uh, first on the scene with the uh, uh, the Cronenberg um, yep. and probably passed it on to me. But I, we, I sort of didn't. I was isolating already when I knew, and that was yep. fine. But she, she seems well, like she's been working out about four hours a day from day three that she had it. So okay, uh, fair enough. She's 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 a real deal, Poppy. All right, hey, we're just about to go first leg of the yeah. morning. You've got number one outright, and then yep. Jay Bond said maybe one and the, the six. six. Six to place, that's what I reckon. Six to place for you, and uh, Jay Bond's gone one six field. Here we go. Ironclad red hot favourite by Kinlock Bray for Brett Mackey. Mox is filling up well. Just about set first leg of the quaddy. There's the green light. Set for a start. Ready to go. Racing, Ironclad got out very swiftly, exactly the same as it did at Warrigal, landed two lengths in front. Riverboat Smoke, Smokey quickly runs up to second. Third on the outside was Willow Ash and then came to be sure. And then Summit and Rose. Off the back, it's Ironclad the favourite by about three lengths, Riverbank Smokey. In third spot was Willow Ash and then to be sure and Summit and Rose. They swing the for home. It's Ironclad doing it well, about three lengths clear. And Ironclad a double for Brett Mackey. Riverbank Smokey battled well for second. Willow Ash is third, then for the back was uh, Summit and Rose. And to be sure, and a quick run. Ironclad gets the chocolates there for Brett Mackey. Riverbank Smokey runs second. Willow Ash third. No third dividend. We hate those letters. The NTD uh, twenty four and seventy five. It or twenty four seventy six. It's corrected to now, and a very very nice win. It was it was a painless watch. It was uh, a very very easy win. First leg of the quaddy, first leg of sass, whatever you want to put it down as. Willow Ash run third, and obviously we don't get the place getter there, which uh, I pushed. But Jay Bond, you got the chockies there. It was a short, but at a dollar forty, you kind of expected that it was just going to be winning and better than bank interest. Well, yeah, ba- basically, you know, the only thing that could have gone wrong is if somehow it didn't begin as well as at Warrigal last start and gets itself into trouble, because we know that sale can be pretty unforgiving on a Sunday night if you uh, if you don't get out well. But as soon as it jumped to the top, it was just a matter of times and margins and. Poppy, whenever you go one out, it doesn't matter what quality, it doesn't matter what code, what situation, it doesn't matter what price. You've always got your heart in your mouth to some degree. You do. Yeah, you do. 100%, even at $1.30 or $1.40. Pete's got those tickets in front of him, PJ. Uh, Boys, I've got the tickets, so obviously you're uh, you're alive in the first We are alive. Which is a really good start. So, uh, Jay Bond, yours is uh, going for 833.33%. Which would be nice if that gets up. And uh, Mitch, 208%. It is. And and I did notice one thing too, uh, fellas, and I'm I'm sure you guys have probably noticed there was no music. And I I don't care if it's $1.30 or $1.10. I think you win, you get music. Tomo's Tomo's on the buttons. That's not up to us. (laughs) Yeah, that little. See why I played that? A little jab at you there, Poppy. 
I'll meet you. I'll meet you. That made me out the floor. You're going to make me lose my mind. That was. Uh, He's yeah, been told no music for un- anything under two bucks by the big head officials. No. You, should, you, you shouldn't have to ask, though, should you, Poppy? No, you shouldn't no, have no. to. And look, you guys, you guys, like everyone, we're confidence men. We yeah. are. Once we're, a, once we're on a roll, we don't stop. I mean, it doesn't no. matter. Like, Tomo delivers cheese and biscuits. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was the music. Yeah. County, that, was the sto- that was the story that we spoke about last week, Jay Bond, was, that uh, yeah. when Petey was absolutely baffled by the array of food that was on offer, but what uh, Tomo brought us back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, it oh was, boy, all right. It was, yeah. it was some of the more unusual fare that... Yeah. Um, and, and also just... And he brings it back with a smile on his face, is that like like the like a puppy dog is going off? I'm now in seven line. I'm now in seven line. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no. I wanted nothing more than a sayo. <laughs> For those people that don't know, the Sale Cup in our VIP marquee, there's a there's a uh, a great big grazing platter. It would be the size of a size of a tractor wheel. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, yes. size of, yep. it'd be yep. about a meter and a half in diameter. And it's got all. It had all sorts, from lamb cutlets to uh, hors d'oeuvres, uh, arancini balls to chicken balls, sliders, chicken pork sli- sliders. Yeah. We went through the list. Uh, there would have been forty or fifty items. Mm. To the side of that beautiful grazing platter was a table with just some salami sticks, mm. coon cheese, and biscuits. Oh, can't say that anymore. No, no, can't, can't, yeah, juice. What to call juice. It? Just juice. juice. Yeah, juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he's yeah. filled up a saucer Goodness. of cheese and bickies. He has and brought that back. Hey, uh, Joe Bond, I haven't spoken to you, obviously, since that um, Sale Cup night either. And I'd just like to thank your uh, gorgeous partner, Desi G, for dragging out that wonderful girl that um, won the $2,000 in the spinning wheel. So yeah. that was the, one of the highlights of my night, too, as well. <laughs> it was. So uh, when you see Desi next, and um, you're obviously close together at the moment, could you just thank her for that for me? Oh, look, I, I, you know what? I think she'll be, I think she'll be moved by those I think that... uh, Betty, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, and she doesn't often get moved, but I think she, I think she'll she'll shift probably four inches to the right. She'll be moved, so oh, I'll uh, I'll let her know your thoughts. Yeah, no, thanks, mate. And I was moved by the girl that wanted to. She yeah. uh, she moved, she moved, <laughs> she, she moved you, yeah, almost like that um, tsunami that went through this yeah. morning. Is about how much she uh, she moved it. So yeah, no, she was uh, yeah, she she spun a spun a monster figure on the wheel there, and yeah. she's, yeah, she no, stole 2000. the stole the mic and. Almost blew the speakers up. She was that excited Absolutely. and that loud. Absolutely. I've never heard, um, we talk about Mike Amor in the language yeah. 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 With, uh, with Rebecca Madden. I think um, Jess was the girl's name because I don't think I'll ever forget yes. Jess because no. um, that's the second year in the row. She's won it. Um, she's gone from seven fifty to two grand. So he's yeah. coming back next year for the car. Yeah, well, we usually, boys, just for what it's worth, we usually have a car on offer from Sale Motor Group, which we've obviously taken off the last couple of years because of COVID. And we're sort of thankful that we have... <laughs> This is the important of pinging the lids as well. She was on the scene as though she knew she was going to get yeah. pulled off. Yeah, no, she yeah. was. She, she was, was there. She, she was in front by three to four lengths coming around yeah. the first turn. Yeah, she, so she jumped like ironclad. <laughs> yes, pinged. Absolutely pinged. <laughs> and she was still pinging when she left here at one thirty in the morning too, tell yeah. me. <laughs> oh, there was a, uh, I, don't to, I don't know if we want to use the word ping there. Uh, uh, yeah. anyway, I think it's now time to just have a little bit of a break, maybe, and do the, the peacock quiz. What do you reckon, Tom? Here's the Mitch Bayer quiz. He's calling me, Jay. He's not calling Mitch. Uh, I think I've been re- I've been actually very, very kind on you. I, I had to think... 
laterally um, because I've got a little bit of a fuzzy brain, obviously, because of the uh, the flu-like uh, affliction that I'm currently suffering. But yep. I reckon you're going to do very well here, and I'll be disappointed if you don't, Peacock. Are you ready? I am ready, mate. For one or half a point of piece. Yep. Name the two-track record holders at the brand-new Terrelgan circuit after yesterday's meeting, and Brett Mackey trained both. Uh, Mr. Five Kick, one over the 500 metres. Correct. Yep. And the other one, um, off box two. Um, what was the name of the thing? It's got a few of them. You're like the chaser. You'd be giving extraneous information, but we need the answer. Yeah. Um, Ivy Isabel. Correct. The Moondog is away. Ivy Isabel. Paid a nice too. Just for poos and giggles, can you name either time? 27 and 86. 27.83. Yeah, 83. There you go. Uh, and the other one, oh, where did it go? That's a question, yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I'm just fighting back from uh, the earlier the earlier drive. So that's, we're, we're square now. 22, oh, was around 22.10. 22.09? Well, if you round it up, it's 22.10. Yes. So good enough. Well, okay. This will be easy for you because you're on the scene. Tell me who ran the Warrigal Cup trifecta in order. Uh, that would have been um, uh, Robbie Rotten. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, I couldn't, couldn't see the race, so <laughs> funny you say that. Uh, second, uh, what was the name of the dog? Um, Again, that's the question, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. He <laughs> 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 may just sniggering in the background. Oh, yeah. Bonners is doing my absolute scotty. Yeah. He's staring at me too. He's looking. No, and right what, and what I love me. about this is while he's picking on you, he's not picking on me. So I'm just. Well, you pick on, pick on Poppy, will you? No, Poppy's sniggering with yeah, me. So I'm going to you. We're together. We're, we're, we're thick asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you too. Um, yeah, Robbie Rotten won the race. Second was. Uh, what was the name of it? Yeah, that's the question. Yep. 13 minutes to race here. It's pretty appalling. I can't remember the dogs. I'm just yeah. Tell us, tell us who won again. <laughs> funny, very funny. Robbie no, Rotten. I'll, I'll give. I'll, I'll give you. No, no. I'm trying to think no. of um, who had. Oh, was it Xavier? Uh, yeah, Xavier Bale. No, I'm, I'm. I'm calling you out of this one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah he's gone. I'm pulling you out of the sea. Robbie Rotten, Kinson Bale. Kinson, sorry. Xavier was in the head-to-head. Kinson. And the, one that, and the one that I told you uh, I didn't mind each and way in the chat before you went on air, Hamilton. Yeah. I, I, I thought originally the numbers were 514, but then realised that Hamilton didn't run second. Name the three Group 1 features to be staged at Wentworth Park next Saturday night. Sure. They were on, uh, they were on last night, those... Um, the Heats, yes. The Heats. Um, Rot- Rotten Robbie won the Warrigal Cup. Yeah. Speaking about that, Used to fly kick in uh, the new 500 metre track record holder at No, but speaking of the um, Robbie Rotten, uh, I think a couple of the boys might have found it. Mm. Really? I think I think PDJ did. What? No Poppy? No, no Poppy. Just just uh, just Peter J. I oh. was I was I was sucking on a mango daiquiri up at Port Douglas. Oh, you? <laughs> well, yeah, you would have had a couple of those bad boys. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, Go to the bar and give me three Robbie Rottens, thanks. So the the feature races, uh, the Pause of Thunder, obviously Aston Rupi got rolled. Correct. Who 
A dollar forty went under it. Um, the summer distance um, final, if, you, if that's what you want to call it. No, well, you need to give it the actual name. It's not the summer distance final. It's not. No. Oh goodness me! I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you another. We've got a little bit of space here and a little bit of time. Yeah, we're going to take a break. Uh, a little bit like oh. Scott Pendlebury. When do you, when's the next break? Now. All right. You don't. This is the honour code system, okay? You can take a break and we'll come back, but you can't look anything up. All right. All right. Let's do it. Having a break here at Sale Sundays. Mitchell Bayer, Jason Bonington, and the boys down on track. Poppy and PDJ. Plenty of winners to come after the break. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Uh, We have just ticked over 7.40pm and we've got a race coming up, race six on the program, not too far away. Wicket's just fallen in the cricket, by the way. Uh, Rory Burns chopped on. I think they're about one for 68 going into T. So England putting up a bit of a fight against the Aussies and it makes an interesting watch uh, on the last session. But uh, where they're how'd, go- they're about- you, how'd you go on the weekend? You, you made a, a few runs. Yeah, got about 20-odd. Um, one of my good mates uh, who I've built a good friendship with, um, Shifran. He's from Sri Lanka. He's a bloke that I got to the club. And uh, I had him. He made a ton on the weekend, 108 not out. Uh, or 106 not out. He's made um, four fifties in his last, or, or over 50 in his last four of his last five games. Wow. Um, yeah, and he can bowl as well. He bowls mystery. He's been un- unlucky for us that uh, we're playing one-day cricket this season. Otherwise, he'd probably bowl 30 overs a game. So, um, yeah, he's an absolute superstar. And it was actually it was fantastic this year. He uh, celebrated Christmas for the first time in his uh, 25 years of being alive. So, um, yeah, I had him around for Christmas, and it was good. So. Do they not? Do they not celebrate Christmas? No, nah, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't celebrate. I think it's just a religion-based side of things. Uh, can, I, can I quickly give a? Now I don't follow cricket. I'm Muslim. With these days, Muslim, having right. loved it as a kid, and I've mentioned yeah. this many times. Can I give a an unpopular take on this Asher series from an English perspective? Yep. yep. Go on. They have been, I think, totally outclassed, and on more than one occasion, have actually shown a reasonable level of grit and determination. I, I think you could look at it and say, well, it's been an embarrassment for them. Yep. But at the same time, when the chips have been really down and they were totally cooked and they could have fallen over a few times, I, I actually think going forward that they might be better for the experience of a couple of these blokes that they, that they didn't just, they didn't just completely collapse. They've been on the edge, haven't they? Yeah. Well, but there's, there's, a couple, there's been a couple of tests where they could, they could have just said this is all too hard and it would have been over a lot quicker than it has been. Now, you can make the alternate argument that, well, they, they keep getting themselves in you know, positions where they can't possibly win and then it's okay to fight back when it's all done. It's like a, it's like a greyhound that never pings the lids and then rushes home. Fair enough. But at the same time, I just think there's been a little bit of resolve sometimes Uh where they could have just said, "No, nah, this is all too hard. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna lay down on the track." Well, they can, yeah. they can win, the, they can win this test now. Oh, they can, yeah, they can win this test. They now, should win from where something. they are. Yeah, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I'm you got, sure. you, you sure need 200 runs. Are. You need 200 runs to win. In two Nine days. wickets in the shed. Two yeah. days. Two days of cricket. You can take yeah. as long as you want, and you can make it 
happened off the second last ball on the last day, mm-hmm. and you should still be winning. You, you just can't do it with any confidence, can you? You, c- you couldn't back them, even though you'd think they should win. You couldn't back them with any confidence. Well, if you'd like some uh, odds. Yes, what Austra- are they? Australia is a favourite at $1.75. Okay. England's $2.05. Yeah. So if you don't know Watson, Jeez, you could right. sit on the fence yeah. and back both. Yes. So England were out to uh, 12, $12 uh, earlier on today, and Australia were $1.28 or 30 so, um, yeah. So I think that opening stance has probably changed the game yeah. around a little bit. It yes. Yeah, without a doubt it has. And um, England yeah. will win. Yeah, I, think England, I think England will uh, find a way to win the last test and take a little bit of pride back home. Um, after this being a pretty dismal series for him. But uh, a text coming through from H from Cows. What club do you play for, Mitchie? I play at Lilydale. Been there for about eight years now and been lucky enough to play in three grand finals. So um, well. winning ones as well. So, Ooh, so uh, better. Yeah, had a bit of success. And we're sitting equal top of the ladder at the moment. So hopefully we can feature in the final series this year. And, uh, yeah, we made about 245 yesterday, uh, four or five down off our 40 overs, and we rolled them for about 130. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, we, we hey, gave, yeah, gave them a fair hey, touch-up. Boys, quickly, just before the next um, Staying Alive for six, um, we've got $800 pool. So um, $800 pool? Pretty handy little pool to kick off. Um, we had 80 starters, and we lost no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're, uh, we're so everyone's still Was alive, everyone literally it? with the one? Uh, no, no, no. There was a couple that had the place getters. Yeah, so, okay. um, yeah. Yeah, there was, but uh, yeah. So no one, I reckon that's unheard of as well. Yeah, that, that would be that would be close to unheard of. Um, and there's a the quaddy pool tonight. There's about eight thousand in the quaddy pool. Um, and there's a super chance. There's a super chance we're going to lose no one here either. Yeah. There is, you're right, mate. There is a super chance. Yeah, there well, is. Be this, correct. Yeah, in this yep. particular one, uh, Jay Bond, you've got the numbers one, three, and eight. One, three, and eight. This is the, the only quaddy? league in which you've gone. A bit wide. I know you've got two in the last leg, but you've got one, three, and eight. So you'd be looking for a bit of value for yourself. Not that there's a lot there, but uh, you've probably got the three life chances. And Mitchie, you've just gone three outright. Yep. Yeah, which is interesting. Yep. Yeah. Lolico, Nikki, I just think it leads and wins. And I'm a, Luna Cruz is the main danger, and I'm a little bit concerned, but I think that the three holds a spot and wins. Okay. And I reckon. I reckon. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go direct because we've now Peacock and I have gone winner for me, winner for Peacock, winner for both yep. of us. Yes. I'm going. I'm going diametrically opposed to him here, and saying for a dollar seventy, the bundle bet for one and eight is much better than the three. I don't reckon the three will lead. I reckon. I, I, I think either one or eight will probably win. You like Doctor Audrey? One last start, twenty five oh seven, beat Doctor. Well, it started off seven, and it began brilliantly. It's had two goes at sale. It improves, you know, obviously massively. Second go at the track. I, I think from one. It, it's it's a very good chance of leading when twenty five oh seven. Any improvement from that goes close. Has to. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And uh, text come through from Scotty. No chance they win this test. We could just wrap it up tonight. But yeah, I'm with the three here. Jay Bon, the one and the eight. Is is the Race journey six here on the card at so sale. Sandown series trying to qualify. Just about ready. There's the green light. Five twenty meters. Set to go. 
Racing, Dr. Audrey came out fairly well, but showing good pace. Lilico Nikki, the favourite, goes to the early lead. Jazzy Minter up to second, third on the outside, Luna Cruz, and now railing was Dr. Audrey and about five lengths to very odd. And the 101 pop Kiwi Billy's at the tail of the field. Down the back and Lilico oh. Nikki, the front runner, by two lengths to Jazzy Minter, who's battling pretty well. Then came Luna Cruz, further back, Dr. Audrey, coming up to the home corner. Home. Come Lilico on, Lilico! The favourite has booted away, about three lengths clear, and Lilico Nikki Come wins on, it. Baby. Second will go to Jazzy Minter, Luna Cruz, Absolutely Just take it in. Everybody needs a little bit of Lilico Nikki at sale. 29 and 53, if you don't mind. Beats Jazzy Minter. That bundle bet, unfortunately, said good night. Too good. Hey, you know what? I've inspired you. Having um, me back here racing outside of you, I've inspired you, Peacock. You're having a night out. Uh, big winner earlier at $6.50 or something similar. And Lilico Nikki, last three starts, hasn't stepped. Tonight, bang straight to the front. It was over in about 15 metres. It was. It absolutely speared the lids. And that's the only reason why you had to be on, well, you had to be in its camp or somewhere near because it was going to be up on the speed. Last two runs or three runs, it's run home well in good time. That step up in distance, they often begin a lot cleaner and get a nice clear run at them. It did. Um, and, yeah, one in very impressive fashion. The time as well, 29.53. I don't know if we thought it would have run that sort of that sort of time, but, it, it, the you know, you, you can never, you can never uh, underestimate some greyhounds, especially... When they come up from that 440, 29 and uh, 24 and 90, I think it went two runs back. Um, and when you're out in the bunny, they can really skip away. But uh, we're kind of going toe to toe here, J Bomb. We're finding plenty of winners. I know there was no music last week, but we've come back red hot. I think the the lucky charms are back. Poppy yeah. and and J Bon, Jason. Yeah, I feel as I've walked into a disco. Like, um, there's so much music being played, and I'm gone. <laughs> gone. I, it was me last week. It obviously was Mitch. No, no, it was not. not. It wasn't, it wasn't, mate. Just you and I were, uh, we had a bit we, too much to shoulder. Well, you, you, you guys have put, put yourself in interesting situations because, as PDJ uh, pointed out, uh, Jay Bond, you've got the quaddy for 833.33%, but you've only got the six dog in the next leg, four and seven to come home with, whereas, uh, Mitchie, you've got the field in the next leg. Yeah, need something so rough. You, you really want something yeah, rough. Yeah, some real Hessian undies about the next one would be yeah. nice. <laughs> and then you've got four, six, and seven to come home with. But you've got the try, uh, the quaddy for two hundred and eight point three three percent. So uh, it'll be nice to get you both into the last leg. But if we're going to have one, well, we, we we do want a roughie, don't we? In the we next do. One. Yeah, we get if we get something real rough in the next. Um, we both got almost a similar numbers going into the last leg so um the quaddy will pay if we can get this dollar 60 pot beat the yes, quaddy will okay. pay okay one, one, one yeah. of the two of us is going to get a result here so if, if yeah. i get the one right. out here then uh eight times anything is going to work out pretty well uh rowan from wanneroo how's that um, text that is a, great a, do you see it yeah, no, I, uh, Tomo just sent me. He, yeah. he, believes, he believes I'm doing the broadcast from my... Uh, I'll read it out. I'll read out this text. Text from Rowan from Wanneroo. You can tell the Bond Burger is doing the broadcast from his toilet while sucking on a dart. Probably very true. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell Desi, don't you? <laughs> hey, 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 Petey, you got yourself yeah. overexcited. Take a seat. Um, Sorry, right, I, will, now, I will. I'll sit down, um, 
Or no, I'm doing it from Desi G's, uh, Desi G's office with um, with little orange cat next to me, and I only go out for breaths of fresh air on the balcony. Uh, breaths, yeah. Um, so uh, that, you know what we're going to do now? We we have Appreciate to finish it. this quiz, please. Yep. It was a summer plate. That was the that was the race. Um, no. I said, no, what did I say before? The a... summer dis- the distance summer distance plate. Before I said to you. Yep. Now, but now you've got the pause of thunder. You've still got two to go. Two to go. Well, the summer distance plate is incorrect. So I'm, 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 I'm ignoring the fact that you've said it. I'm trying to do you a solid here. Oh, okay. No, nah, I've got no idea. Pause of thunder. National Derby final and national futurity final. Oh, okay. So you didn't come home strong here. Yeah, you... I didn't really watch any racing at uh, last night. I was out for dinner with the missus. This is oh, what, what I mean. Uh, let's. This is a this is a Dorothy Dixer. Sale local Des Douch has one budding star competing tonight, but which of his other young guns won last night at the Meadow? Three wishes. That that, that was a Dorothy Dixon. I, I've just lobbed that to you. That was Gaze to Copeland. Uh, and here we go. This is actually... I, I, I like this question. I, this is outstanding even by my standards. In the all-time <laughs> top 20 Australian stake earners, three dogs are level on most wins at 42 apiece. Name at least two of them. What a question, eh? So in the top 20 state wins? No, top 20 Australian stake earners of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three dogs are equal on most wins. They've all had 42. Really? You've got to give me at least two of them. Tig along Tonk? Correct. Oh. I don't know if Fernando Bale won 42 races. I don't even know if he had 40. What about Barcy Bale? No, he only he had fourteen starts for thirteen wins. Broke a hock. A- Aston DB. Mm. How about how about this? Uh, Peacock's phoning a friend with less knowledge on greyhound racing than, than him, and, and and it's like a it's almost like hearing <laughs> God in the background talking. <laughs> no, I think I think yeah, I think DB could be actually right. I'm trying to think because I know Fernando Bell only had about thirty four wins in his career. So, yeah, I'll go. I'm actually, I'll go with Aston DB. I reckon he won about 700,000. Well, you've had two goes. I'm going to allow you one more. Aston DB is not correct. Oh, okay. One you more. Listen to Poppy, mate. You know oh, that. Yeah. Um, the Punga Blazer? No, nah, no. Nah, didn't have enough. Nah, not didn't enough. have enough wins. Poppy uh, screwed you once. He's trying to do it again if he gets <laughs> Um, My Redeemer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think here, Poppy. Maccabi <laughs> uh, Diva? Yeah, she had a couple. Um, That's a lot. Lazarus. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now. Uh, Tommy Shelby. Probably wrong. I'm just clutching at straws. It is incorrect. You've gone for the uh, wrong West Australian Miata. Oh, yeah. Oh, and right. the other one was... The great, legendary Fanta Bale. Fanta, yeah. Fanta Bale. So, um, you've probably been just a, a mite disappointing in your first yeah, run back there on the quiz, but... Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know what? You'll be better for the run. Oh, well. It, uh, you can't always win them, but at least we're, we're finding some winners and playing some music tonight. <laughs> well, you're we are. You're definitely dominating all the tips, which, to be honest, I believe the listeners at SEN track are probably more concerned about them whether you can work out 
who's had 42 wins in their career. To be I, I think they, I think they care more about you to be in. Now I've got a text come through here from Scotty from Geelong. This is a this is a big text, but I'll read it out right now because we're about to go to a hard out. Mitchie, you beautiful man. I need you to do your best homework this week and deliver deliver your absolute best form next Sunday. I'll be on a camp trip, and I've been talking to you uh, talking you up to the boys for weeks. There's some heavy hitters with me, so I need bulk winners next Sunday. Great man. A few of your best through the DMs wouldn't go astray either. We have a punters club going from this Wednesday till next Wednesday. Cash me up, Scotty from Geelong. I will be doing just that, mate. I'll be messaging you, and hopefully. Filling pockets of plenty. We're going to go to a hard out right now. One thing we all don't like, sale Sundays. Mitch Abaya, Jason Bonington, Poppy and PDJ. Plenty of winners to come up after this. Race 7 from sale. Catch me outside. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Doing it all for the Sale, Sale Greyhound Racing Club and Sale every day for the award-winning Greys Bistro. Sale Sundays bring you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound track. Mitch Abaya, Jason Bonington, Poppy and PDJ on course at Sale. Uh, it's an absolute fill-up so far tonight and going to try and continue that with race seven being about six minutes away. Jay Bon, who are we liking in race seven? Um, and we're both alive in the quaddy after the first two legs. The only way I'm, uh, I reckon I'm ending up in front tonight with the Mega Dodge going down. I had a decent bet there. Is right for the quaddy. I've gone one out obviously with um, with Magical Mavis, and I'm playing a little tricky here. First fours, Cosmic Roy for second or third. So six to beat two field field. For I've gone two hundred percent on that, and then hundred percent on six to beat field. To beat two to beat field. I just look at Magical Mavis. Um, this is the one that I referenced. The next Desi Dout star. Only been to sale once on debut and things didn't work out there. Since then, pinging the lids, wide draw suits, very fast. Times at Warrigal have been outstanding. I, I'm, I'm interested in the case you're going to make for why you're taking it on. Uh, because, well, for one, Bomber, Smokey, Aston, Nino are both very quick beginners. And I just thought that there's a big break, 124 days. I know that Desi Douch would have it almost cherry ripe, but there is that element element of uncertainty for a first well for a first run back. And at a dollar thirty five, I'm happy to go wide because this is the leg. If I get it beat, the quaddy pays something. So t- tell us this, uh, and maybe Poppy and Petty Joe will know more about this. Now, in thoroughbred racing and in, in all codes, you have punting stables to some degree. And it, when you see movements from those stables, that means more than normal or if there's stability in a market, particularly if, um, if a greyhound or a horse has had a long break. If we're looking at a Desi Douch greyhound, boys, uh, and it stayed very solid at $1.35, is that meaningful? Uh, yes, I would say Absolutely. yes. Yeah, Desi, no. for sure. Yep. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that, that, that's critical to me that the break doesn't worry me at all then. I, I almost rule that out of the equation. If, if it's still a dollar thirty-five, that means that, that that says to me I'm just not concerned about the break at all. I think box six works. We'll need a little bit of clear running, but pings and lids, if it, I think it'll find the front and it'll win. What but, do you but, think you know. about Cosmic Roy, Mitch? What are you thinking? Dawn's been in good form. 
yep. in recent times, and she always throws one out. Uh, it'd have to be some sort of silly chance. Yeah, 25-16 uh, win their last time off box one, so it doesn't have to go well, too far different from box draws. It's only in uh, box two and has an okay record out of box two. It's got a good overall um, strike rate at the track when it comes to placing. It's placed in 12 of 32. Uh, it, it, it has to be, yeah, it has to be some sort of chance. But for, for me that... It's more the fact that a dollar thirty-five about Magical Mavis is no value, and that there is a stack of value in every other dog in the race. Plus, I think Aston Nino at around the five fifty mark, twenty-four seventy-six PB, five starts for four placings off box eight, uh, with a bit of speed out wide. I think um, could be could be a little hindrance on Magical Mavis. I, I thought about this a little bit, Peacock. Um, you know, trying to recalibrate times. From different tracks. So Cosmic Roy's one last start in 25-16. I go down to Astavino, the other one in the market. Um, it's gone 25-21 in defeat last start. Go to Magical Mavis's times at Warrigal over 400-460. three starts back over 400-25-69 over the 460. Yep. What, does that, what does that equate to over 440 at sale? Oh, probably a 24-60. Yeah, so that's, I mean... Um, as as uh, as the lawyer in The Simpsons would say, case closed. I mean, I rest my case. Yep, yeah. that's all right. But are you happy hey. to take a dollar thirty-five? Well, it's only hey. through the quaddies. I, I, I'm, I've played exotics here. I'm not going to. I'm not going to have a thousand on it. Yeah, no. I, I, I'd have my. Um, I'd be having my two units in this race. Probably more the place on Jenny K Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate that. What's that? I don't hate that. I reckon that's 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 a solid play. I, I don't yeah. know what I'd do if this was a lids fly. I think I'd yeah. probably just have the two units to win on Magic. Yeah. Actually, uh, one sec, boys. I'll just ask. Hey, Chris. 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 How's Aston Nino going to go in this race? The boys want to know. How's Aston Nino going to go? No, no good off the no, pink. No well, it's had five pink. starts for four placings off the pink. Yeah, well, the uh, trainer who said just no good off the pink. Oh, well, you know what? I'll go. I'm going to go Aston Nino. <laughs> I just, think, I just think he has got, it's got, he's, it's got. He's not, not a good judge. Good, so. good form from the pink, but I just don't. I, I don't know if this is going to. I don't know if the shape no, will work out that well. He'll, he'll get the perfect run through. The seven is quick early. Okay. Hey boys, just a quick update on uh, staying alive for six two. Um, before they go into the next, we lost half of them. Really? <laughs> the favourite won the last race, and we lost. 50% Jeez. of them fell wow. out of the boxes. They all had the red dog. Everyone okay. had the red dog. Yep. So, well, um, so Kev the Carpenter's out of, as well. He's out of staying alive for six. He, he was, yeah. I'll tell you two blokes who aren't out. No, yep. yeah, no, no, no. You're right. Well, I can tell you one bloke that is out. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but no, nothing wow. un- unusual with that. So, um, yeah, half them gone. Good Let's, work, fellas. This is the night. This is the night. This is the night. You can make names for yourselves tonight, boys. Yep. This is where reputations are made, right here, right now. We can call Jabon. We can cause a tsunami down in the Gippsland area. Well, we, uh, we, Poppy we, has. We, we, we nearly had one this morning. <laughs> I anyway. know. Lakes entrance. Lakes entrance. Yeah, I did yeah. some study. Hey, we're coming up to race seven here. The Monticello's heat two over the four forty. About twenty seconds away. Your favourite magical Mavis around the dollar thirty mark. And Jabon, you think it's an absolute moral? I do. I, I, do I, like I, just, pink. I, I just want to let Paddy know we've all, like we've already made pretty big name by ourselves. But you know, this is <laughs> <laughs> couple of couple of texts come through here. Doctor Audrey ran twenty five oh seven and got lapped. That's from Barnsey. Don't listen to trainers. 
Uh, Toby West, yeah. the Gawler lads load up. That's from Remy. Um, and need a tip for Tamworth Trots, DJ Bart. <laughs> Trots. That's J- 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 Bonds. J- Bonds. So about to go your... in. Yeah, I don't know if I did too much of my best work. Doing it all for the Sale Greyhound Club. Here. The boys obviously on course down and there tonight. And they're getting set. Moving in well. Poppy and PDJ. Race seven on the car. Monticello's heat two for the Come on the pink. over the 440. Last of the runners. Go Nino. Uh, loaded away here. There is the green light. And we're set to go. Ready for a start. Oh, oh. Racing, Magical Mavis came oh, out beautifully straight to the Favourite lead by two ping. or three lengths early. Going up around the outside, Bombers Smoky and Smokey in out wide. Now Aston Nino works to second, and then came Cosmic Roy from Bombers Smokey drifting wow. back. Thylus in there with Jenny K. Rose. Ellie Pablo and Amiga Sierra coming up to the home corner, though. It's Might a run after fair. Magical Might. Mavis is showing her magic Come in back. front. She's about eight or nine in front, and it's Magical Mavis coasting to the post. Wins it by eight lengths Good from yet, Aston Nino. Third placing. Oh, no. Uh oh. No time. Don't like the look. 508. That That is blistering. I can't say I've seen a dog go that in ages. No, it's flying. We haven't got a final time yet, boys. It's gone too quick for the clock. It might have have broken the clock. It might have. (laughs) That was a phenomenal win. I still don't hear any music, to be honest. I I, I don't. (laughs) Is there something wrong with the. the Have we got a producer anymore, or is he going to sleep? Are you going to play Gold Digger or what? Now he's rehashing songs from before. I mean, come on. You've recovered from flu-like afflictions that I've got. Be better. That is not a good result for the quaddie. Yes, it is. No, it's going to be a little bit light now, isn't it? It will be. I'll get something out of it if I get it. You can't have something eight eight and a a third times without getting something small out of it. We're still both alive in SAFs. And obviously... Did we get an overall time yet, or is the clock still... No, still not working, mate, so we've only got the first split, so... That's yeah, okay, so that, sure. that happens. Now, have we got, uh, have we got the J-Bond quiz? Yeah, we have, yeah. Let's, how, about, you how about we fire away, Tomo? You'll be, you'll be able to play some music here. Play the music for the J-Bond quiz. Here we Jason Bonington considers himself a champion quiz master. From his yep. appearance on Temptation, it is time for the J-Bon Quiz with your quiz master, Rob Popplestone. Yes, indeed he do. It is, and uh, at the moment, one of the most famous names in quizzes is suffering from Omnicrom, so I will give him a little bit of leeway because obviously it does make you a little bit foggy. But I reckon J-Bon's big enough to bounce back. Who's uh, talking? <laughs> He'll need to he'll need to answer this one firstly. What country has the highest life expectancy? Oh, now there's a good question. That is a what good question. country has the highest life expectancy? I reckon I've heard this before. Um and it's 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 been the subject of uh controversy in recent years for all it, sorts of reasons. Can I can I just ask I'm <clears throat> is it because Romania, they, is it because they punt on racing a lot? What was that? Is it because, is it because they punt on racing a lot? Yes, that's true. Romania, oh. Botswana, it's Hong, it's Hong Kong. Senegal. It's Hong Kong. It is Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. You know why? Because punting will keep you. Punting will keep you going alive. Yeah. It will yeah. make you stronger. Yeah, I, I mean, there's every chance, Javon. You live to be two hundred and seven. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Question number two: Where would you be? If you were standing 
on the Spanish steps. Oh, I know this. Now, now, now I'm second guessing myself, but I reckon I know. If you're in Italy, you're in Rome, yeah? You are. You're very good. You are. The favourite country of Rob Pobblestone. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, is, is it? Well, I'm not sure that this is tricky, but maybe it's so obvious it's tricky. What is the most common surname in the United States? Right. Well, what is the most common surname in the United States? Well, it's interesting because there's so many uh, Latinas there. Mm. That I would say Smith is immoral, but I'm just going uh, to... They also say that your first instinct is your best, don't they? Smith is right, isn't it? Got to be. It is Smith is right, yes. I'll take the, I'll take the credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was the ancient... Greek god of the sun. Greek. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Ra, but I think that might be Roman. Um, Ra is definitely uh, a god of the sun, but I reckon it's. Does it start with H? No, it doesn't. Start with A. Start with A. Yeah, and Tom Hanks starred in a movie very similar to this. Did he really? I reckon Rocky fought him once as well. Oh, Apollo. <laughs> very good. Well done. Very well, good. Helios was the god of the show, anyway. Mm. Uh, who has won the most total Academy Awards? Oh, that's interesting. Is it? Mm. Is, this is a tricky one, isn't it? It is. I actually know this is Walt Disney, isn't it? It is Walt Disney. You've done very oh, well. Oh. Now, to, the, 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 here's two to finish off with. It, it, I'm not even sure how many I've asked today, but there were a couple of good ones I thought I'd throw in. What is the maximum length of a TikTok video? Oh, I'm not on TikTok. Is it like... I don't know. Uh... Not, not, not Snapchat. What is the maximum length of a TikTok video? Is it, is it 60 seconds? Very good. Yeah, excellent. The missus loves he, a bit of TikTok and a bit of Insta. So now, I, the, I gonna, watch when we're, yeah. when we're being affectionate. Now, this this one's going to um, test you because I know mathematically you could rattle this off, but it will take you a minute. How many minutes are there in a full week? How many minutes in a full week? Yes. So, there's 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day. That would make it um, 1,440 times 7 is 7,000. 9,800 plus 280. Is it 10,080? Yes, 10,080. Very good. How good was that? Mathematical. How good was that to hear Jaymon work that out in his his head? That's, that's, that, that, that's how I work out my snagged quads. I mean, that was yes. a great insight for the listeners on SEN track about that. You know what? I was actually only saying to Desi G the other day when I was uh, when I was a little tacker, sort of in primary school. I think people probably thought I was going to be great at maths because I'm very good at quick maths, which you require for form analysis and for looking at races. But uh, I certainly hit a brick wall once we started to get into calculus. Bond said. Um, uh, that'll do me. I might just jump off the track now. Word sort of took over. And then I met a bloke named Mitch Abaya who taught me verticality. So 
um, next level stuff from there. You, you know, once uh, I remember in grade six, uh, Mr. Smithhurst was our teacher, and the calculator had just come out. The calculator. We used to use Abacus before that, but in grade <laughs> six, truly, we really did. And Mr. Mr. Smithers, because I, I liked my sums like you do, I liked my mathematics, and he said, right, Rob, you come up here, you, you're the quickest with adding things up, and time. you're going to take on, take on the calculator. And I did okay in the basic ones, but when it got to the long... Yeah, when it got to, the, say, for instance, that as an example, it'd have you for breakfast. But I, but I, I guess the story is I was around when calculators were first brought out. Yes, I've said I've said many we'll times. Move, we'll, move, we'll move on from that really quickly. <laughs> my, my special skill has always been uh, like the special party trick has been uh, dolls and points in footy and, and being able uh, yes. to come up yeah. quickly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, boys, we're going to take a break here on Sale Sundays on Sen okay. Track, our uh, number one talking point show when it comes to going on track and. All the, oh, all the about, fans about, come up. Hey, I might go and get the quality of Proximus. We'll, we'll, get, we'll come we'll back. Get with the, they're Proximus. not much. Yeah. They're not much, I'll tell not you much. right now. Are, yeah. we over, are we over $10? Uh, one's 13 one's 19 And if the six gets up in mine, it's about $47. Yeah, right, so eight times 10 There's a profit. There's a yeah, profit there. There's a profit there. There's yeah, a so prop- the chari- we're gonna Charity's de- not going to starve. No, we're no. definitely going to have a profit. But um, Well, actually, um, No. I can't say that. No. Don't talk me down here, please, Pico. I know the six wins. Oh, boy. No, the six wins for me, I'm I'm fine. You're right. Anyway, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back and hopefully land the last leg of the quaddy. No, not hopefully. We will land the last leg of the quaddy. Mitch Abaya, Jason Bonnington, and the boys on course at sale, Poppy and PDJ. Don't forget Tomo on the buttons. Check out the smile on his dial. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Welcome back to Sale Sundays on the SEN Track Network. And we've got about half an hour, just over half an hour to go on our weekly program and sale every day for the award-winning Grey's Bistro. Haven't had a text from Rock tonight about the Palmer and Chip, so hopefully all is well uh, with Rock and... Don't forget, Sale Sundays bring you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound track. The boys on course, Poppy and PDJ, have got the quaddy approximates. And how is it shaping up, boys? Actually, just before I get you that, I, we should buddy highlight the fact that uh, J-Bon put in two pick fours in the last leg. If you recall, he went six to beat the two-field field, and he went six-field, two-field. Yes. And I, and I reckon he got the second one of those, Jay Bond, didn't you? Six field, two field. He field. Uh, and I'm just going to check that up, and then I'll, I'll grab the approximates for you at the same time. Yep. And how, how are we looking SAFs-wise? Did we lose anyone? Uh, uh, mate, we lost no one. Lost Zero. no one. No, so. no, no we, uh, we've gone lose no one to losing 40 to losing no one. Okay. So um, This next race is crucial. And Absolutely also, mate, um, I got a time. It was had to be hand time that last race. Okay. Because um, our timer system failed after the first split. 24.58. Hand timed, which 20, is not a bad little twenty-four fifty-eight. Okay, I'll, it's fair uh, fine. Yeah, it means um, means I wasn't too far away from my prediction when it comes to twenty-four sixty. Yeah, twenty-four yeah. sixty. So 60. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, yep. this thing was absolutely absolutely humming. Can you? Can she's she's going to be a star, Peacock. I reckon. Yeah, can you boys yeah. recall a time when a dog went five oh eight early? No, I can't. Been a long time. A long, 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 that, long that time. That is so. absolutely screaming. Talking about pinging the lids, it absolutely pinged him. Yeah, well, he's, he's got him. He's got he's got 
a great, like a great young team. Young, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, he got a couple yep. absolutely yep. scorching. Uh, a couple of texts come through here. Uh, come on, Peacock and Jobon, let's bring the good stuff. Uh, I don't know who that text is. No name to the text. Uh, best thing about the calculator in primary school was five eight double o eight, and then flip it upside down. Yeah, and that was uh, Roy from Templestowe. And then the other Come one, on you, yeah, the other one would have been five three one eight double o eight, and upside down J bond. That would be boobies. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like them no matter what numbers you put next. No, nah, you're right too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hey boys, Especially. I noticed, I noticed Camera, uh, Camber Willow had forcedly at Mount Gambia today. Is that a stopover on his way to Perth? Long way from home, otherwise. <laughs> Well, I think he was. Uh, I think he was venturing over to Adelaide. Um, On his way through, is he? It might have been with his old man. I think they were. I think they were. Um, I'm not going to give too much away, but looking at a place out there somewhere. Oh, here we go, Jeff Chignall. We're just yeah, asking about a first split. All right, on. Jeff Chignall's just off the top of his head has given us a five oh seven split. Oh, oh, who? It is, and it's if I can understand Jeff's writing because it's almost as bad as mine. Is that um, Bald Hill Champ? Bald Hill Champ. Bald Hill Champ. Phil, Phil Rowley trained in 2009. Really? So that's um, it's gone back a few years, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that'll be, yeah, that would have been on. He's playing prices no, right no you know, I know, <laughs> I know exactly what he would have done. He would have gone on the um, GRV website and looked at the first split record. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think Je- I think Jeff Chignall's knowledge of Grayans, he just would have gone straight to his wife. Yeah. Sharon. Yeah, really? Sharon would have given him that form straight yeah. straight off, I would imagine. Okay. Well, well, isn't it amazing? You must have a mate like this. We always have to say both their names. Petty never says Jeff. It's always Jeff Chignall. Yeah, it's true. Like, no one ever says Jason Bonington or Mitch Bayer, but it's Jeff is not Jeff. Jeff is Jeff Chignall. That's right. That exactly is... right. Uh, hey, we hey, got... boys, approximates? Yep. All right, so uh, J-Bond first has 833.33% going with the number four, which is $13.40. Yep. And with the number seven, which is $19.20. But, like, I'm yep. comfortable with that. Yeah, Whereas Jabon, on the other hand, uh, sorry, Michi, on the other hand, is two hundred and eight percent point three three, with numbers four, thirteen dollars forty, number six, forty six dollars ninety, and number seven, nineteen dollars twenty. So, uh, look, we, we get we should end up with a with a profit. Hey boys, can I just jump in here with my super quality, which yep. I, we sort of had to mention every week? Um, so me and a couple of other our close friends have got the quarter going. Sixty-one um, percent of the three, and the seven. So we've got a return of what? It's thirteen bucks and nineteen bucks. So. No, no, the three. The three is actually worth one hundred and twenty-seven dollars fifty. Oh, is it? Right yeah. on. And the seven. And the seven's worth nineteen dollars twenty. Right. So you could get about nine bucks back. How much did you outlay on that? Um, sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. <laughs> So right. that's, yeah. It just felt, yeah, that's, yeah. We'll move on quickly, won't we? Uh, bon, bon Banger, your tip for this race, please, mate. Yeah. Uh, my tip for race eight is I'm going with uh, Dr. Buzz. So am I. I'm very keen on the seven. I think All it right. just wins. I don't know. I don't know about it. It started from boxes one and three. That's my only concern. But I think it'll be. I think it'll be close enough. Broke twenty five last start. Yes. Yep. Uh, you, stepping you up. You both got the seven in the uh, staying alive for six two boys. Yes, we do, yeah. So uh, this thing gets up and we're well on our way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, I, I just think that that step up in trip it, it helps so often. Like you, you see it, they go from four hundred to five hundred, and they step. So, Doctor Buzz for me as well. Is it, is it clearly at start number three? You don't step up unless it's got that kind of strength, Peacock. Either. No, but you, you'd expect it to lead. To be honest, I, I would expect this thing to lead um, based on. It's early so speed Ray form about to be over the uh, 440. Successful. You need one, three, and six. Here we go. For last leg of the quaddy. Sail to Sandown series. Well. One to four Sail wins. To heat two heat over the 520. Numbers four, six, and seven we need for the quaddy. Staying alive for six. We're on the seven. And we're both tipping the seven. So let's go, Dr. Buzz. Dr. Buzz. There's the green light, 520 metres, sail to Sandown, second heat. And they're ready. Uh -oh, Racing, uh -oh. Tarly on the inside out fairly well. Showing pace out wide was Reimagine going straight to the lead. Reimagine the front runner by about two lengths to Jayville Hope. Going up to third was Tarly. A length or so, Dr. Buzz. Well back was Limit Switch. And at the tail of the field was Aussie Dan. Reimagine is going to be hard to beat from there. Jayville Hope you trying the hard. Then now. came Tarly the third. Boys, just for was alive. Dr. Buzz, but Reimagine's travelling pretty well on the corner. Jayville Hope is in second. It's Reimagine oh. in front by two lengths. And Reimagine strides oh, away. No. A nice win. Second Javil Hope. No, no, was no. Switch made some late crown. Then came Dr. Buzz in behind. Wowee. Six, three, and four here numbers there. The seven never looked like featuring. How was the early speed on the six reimagine? Uh, it's gone straight to the front. Someone off the text line, Roy and Barnsey, both said go reimagine. And uh, it is saluted. So that means Quaddy for the Peacock gets up. Two dollars and eight percent of it's a paid um, forty-six dollars ninety. I reckon we might nearly have our hundred back. Nearly got our hundred back. Jayvon, Jayvon's been saved. Jayvon's been saved, saved by, by Mitch, Mitch again. Yeah, both, again. again. Both of them have gone out of staying alive for six. Yeah, that's that's really disappointing. And life's just back to normal. Yeah, that, it is. Uh, that now that would have sunk a few out of SAFs. That's seven a lot of people would have had. I reckon. Yeah. Well, in the end, the four was happy. To, was lucky to place itself. I was hoping the seven got up and the four didn't. Yeah, another, was, uh, another wicket at the cricket, cricket two boys. Three so for, three Cam for, Green got three for seventeen. Seventeen, so three for eighty-three. So um, they're in all sorts here, England. You would have thought that that uh, couple start of good judges had. a little while ago said yeah. they were going to win it. I thought, yeah. Poppy, do you yeah, remember too. that conversation? Yeah. But anyhow, oh, sorry, is it over? Is it over? Oh, that's okay. They uh, walk <laughs> off soon. It's over, apparently. <laughs> well, I thought the game no, was not us out there at tail. I'm still, I'm still trying to cope with missing out on the quaddy, and when they got me on the ground, they laid the boots in. I feel like I'm back in Geelong, not life again. Unbelievable. No, we're, just well, getting, we're just getting confetti thrown at us yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Called used tote tickets. Oh, no. I, oh, dear. Yeah. No, not not what we want. But, um, yeah, the quaddy's paid a lazy $46. Uh, Roy from Templestowe said, yeah, boy. He obviously had reimagined and had the quaddy, and it probably was the smart idea to go the six one out in that third leg and if you had have done a Shannon from Bonnells Bay and combined our bodies you might have gone the first three legs one out and then the last leg uh, you might have gone four six and seven and you only had a three three dollar quaddy not to be but um, race eight run and done at sale and they seem to be running nice times tonight there boys yeah, yeah. 29.45 there nah, for that. The, the, the weather's absolutely uh, beautiful, ma yeah. magnificent here tonight. There's not a breath of wind, and they're just uh, strolling through the air. Yeah, nah, we love it. We love seeing fast times. And, Jay, but I don't know if you caught before that 
The winner of the race before went 24.58, and it was hand-timed because the clock broke. Yeah, this is my question. Well, I I assume I know the answer, Petey, but that, that can't be, like, officially recorded, or it can be? It can. No. Oh, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's questionable. It is. Um, they will they will put it down tonight because it's a, it's always hand timed every race anyhow, just in case something goes wrong and they match them both together. I know in the, uh, I know in the trots at one point that there was a track record run at Tabcourt Park Melton by a pacer over a mile that was hand timed and the only problem is you know I think people it's it's eternally questionable I suppose when it's hand timed but that's. Um, that's the nature of the game. And and just to discuss a little bit more harness racing quickly, because um, basically in in deference to Poppy asking me about six weeks ago when we were shutting the doors, um, Lock and Barat, our best horse last night, yes. got beaten. Got beaten first up for nearly 12 months in the Shepparton Cup, the hometown cup for him. And But I'll tell you what, it was one of the biggest runs you'll ever see in any code. Track record, outside the leader, absolutely enormous. So... Whatever we can possibly win, I think Peacock's doing a better job than me at the moment, although it's been a good pitched battle. Uh, next week, Ballarat Cup, then the Hunter Cup, and a couple of weeks after that, and he's um, he's the best pace from the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, did you say he hasn't lost a race for 12 months? No, he, he was out out for nearly 12 months. So oh, he had a, with injury, injury or... Okay. So basically, the, the difference between standard breads these days, once upon a time, you could turn up from one of those injuries, and if you were good enough, you'd just win, but... Nobody wins first up in the trots anymore at a good level, and uh, and he's and he's been narrowly beaten in track record time. Why, why is that? I, I, th- I think the standard bred breeding from America, in particular, for speed. It's the same thing with the thoroughbreds. As the breeding becomes finer, uh, horses are more fragile, and 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 also you need to be fitter to actually compete at a good level. Once upon a time, you know, uh, your pure steels and Popular arms could turn up first up from a break and mm-hmm. uh, and win the biggest races on the calendar. It just you can't even win a metro race in the trots these days. Hardly first up from a break. You need you almost always need the run. Is that why it's best to bring in a little bit of new blood um, through breeding? Well, I think the, the the thing is, every single racing code in the world is addicted to speed, and the only way you get speed is by inbreeding further and further through a limited number of lines, and that makes horses and eventually greyhounds more fragile um, because they are, they're built to go incredible times, and those incredible times for a start make you more vulnerable, Poppy, to, to injury, and, and, um, and you've got to be treated with kid gloves a bit more than was previously the case. Who, who is the next superstar then beyond... Like he, yeah, he, like he is, he's the next superstar. But there's a filly who um, has been probably the best two and three year old filly we've seen in the last twenty five years called Ladies in Red. Yes, the, the, the key with her, we see in the thoroughbreds, the girls take on the boys regularly. It doesn't happen that much in harness racing. I'd love, okay. I'd love to see her not take the easy route for the next eighteen months and just tackle her own gender, but go against the boys and we'll find out how good she is. Okay. Hey, we're going to take a break here on Sale Sundays, uh, all for our boys down there on course at Sale. We're uh, SEN Track, 0499 736 736. If you want to send a text, we've got about 20 minutes left on the program. Mitch Bayer, Jason Bonington, and the boys on course, Poppy and Petey J. 
And we're doing it all for the Sale Greyhound Racing Club. Sale every day for the award-winning Grey's Bistro. Geez, they do a good eye, feel it. And Sale Sundays bring you all the info and Sunday racing action from the Sale Greyhound track. We'll be back in a couple of minutes' time with race nine on the card. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Mitchell Jason Mornington, PDJ and Poppy and Tomo is on the buttons and we've got about 20 minutes left on our program. We've got race nine coming up in about eight or so minutes time and uh, the quaddy paid about $46 tonight. A couple of texts come through. Finally love the format, boys. Like the go- the goggle box of radio. Racing needs this. Uh, Barnsey from Sydney asked a penalty for a dog that fights. Well, um, first occasion, it is a uh, warning. Um, or yeah, satisfactory. The third occasion, you get sent to New Zealand, so that, and then, that, which is the ultimate. Or satisfactory. And then after that, it's a 28-day penalty and then three months and then a year. So uh, there is a, a significant penalty if you uh, do turn your head. Barnsey from Sydney, uh, sorry, um, yeah, Barnsey from Sydney also asked, uh, what was the dog's name that turned its head 50 metres from the finish line in a Melbourne Cup? Uh, that was Jezelinko. Jezelinko did that when uh, Ando's Mac won the Cup. Jezelinko probably should have won that Cup that night. Uh, that, you you can add that to your telly for the quiz tonight if you like, Peacock. What's that? Being able to answer that question off the top of your head, like I think, I think you get an extra point. Oh, you okay. Have six I'll, I'll just put that on my. I'll write it down now. There, there you go. Just put a little mark on the paper. Can I, can I ask a question that's going to make me sound like a complete idiot now uh, for a man who's pretty well deeply ingrained in the greyhound industry? Please, Peacock. Yeah, go for it. Are there big? Um, well, are there any sales at all? Are there any really commission sales where people take their greyhounds, like like an English sale for the for the thoroughbreds or an APG for harness racing? Are there any commission sales? As in, as in, Is it's just organised. Big days where you go out and you know everyone brings their dogs along for for, for big buyers to go and buy them. Like a Magic Millions. Yeah, there's a ready to race series. There's a ready to race series, series, but there's no. Um, Purchasing of dogs that are already really started racing. These are so, mainly, these are mainly for dogs that haven't started. And there's the odd greyhound in there that has had a few starts, but the majority of it is. The hardest part with the dogs is that um, what if you've got a good run, why would you sell it? Well, this is the thing. I, I, I was prepared, Poppy, to look like an idiot, but you know what you mentioned is exactly where I was. That that was the uh, the tree I was barking up. Magic millions and what an unbelievable. Success story. It's it took a little while to get off the ground, but it is just phenomenally enormous now. And we have this in uh, in harness racing. It, it it just occurred to me. I wonder whether whether it can be done. It's a little bit different, isn't it? Because parading uh, young horses around a ring compared to greyhounds is very very different. But at the same time, is there some little tiny opportunity here or not? Oh yeah, for sure. There has to be. I've always thought to myself like. The greyhound that's had twenty or thirty starts, or well, why why can't it be sold? Like why this this ready to race series is only held at Bendigo. They're the only ones that put it on, and there's no others in the greyhound industry that do it. But if you if look, you tell me, Bobby, from a thoroughbred background, if you I understand wanting to keep it yourself, but if you went to the sales and you like like you do in uh, with the Magic Millions, and you had a massive race series associated with a certain sale, and you had the very heavy hitters out there who were having a 
measuring contest between themselves that were willing to spend enormous money. There's got to be something there, doesn't it? Well, look, I think so. And I'm looking over at the Temley Bar at the moment. We can see Lee Jennings. Now, Lee Jennings is involved with Well, She's Fast. Mm. Yes. Well, and yep. at the owns moment, the has, has a, owns the bitch, has a number of pups, uh, of which probably there's good money being offered at the moment. So if all of a sudden you were parading unraced dogs that have that Well, She's Fast bloodline, then, you know, and, and you had the right buyers in the room, you might find yourself getting more money bid. Almost, yeah, almost every, almost everybody has a price. That's the thing. I mean, I know you want to keep them yourself, yeah. but if people, this is what happens at these big sales. If people are willing to offer stupid money, and specific race series are associated with specific sales, a la Magic Millions, you're going to create enormous interest and enormous money will be going. And it won't be so much about looking at the greyhound the way we look at horses, but just reading your stud book or reading the yeah. reading the breeding and saying that what. There may never be another um, another dog to come out of the the dam of where wow, she's fast. It's anywhere near as good, but people no. will think it's going to happen, and they might spend stupid money. Yeah, well, well the yeah, last series, the last series has been Nigo fetched big, big prices because of the shortage of dogs. Yeah, but see, at the moment, if you you got Tigger Long Tonk, Catch the Thief, Hooked on Scotch, like there there seems to be an abundance mm. of really well bred dogs who are all at stud now. If you've got these uh, litters of pups coming through and you know in one day as Jay Bond's alluding to you've got the choice of and you've got the money uh, you could sit there and uh, a mixture of those bloodlines together with your eye on a pup being paraded might be enough to to um, it, it saves you going from you know all different parts of Australia to one location I, I don't know why it hasn't happened actually so well, it, actually, in, it, in, it inspires it inspires breeding as well because people are thinking to themselves Look, yes I'll, I'll I'll get some well-bred pups, and I might. I'm, I'm trying to be as nice as I can and as diplomatic as possible, but we might get some absolute fools to come and pay just insane money for these things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they may be worth fifteen thousand, but they may pay twenty-five. But but at the end and, of the day, if there's a bidding contest, but, yeah. as you see in thoroughbred racing, like something that might be worth fifteen can get up to significantly more than that just because of egos. But but not only that, if these pups also qualified for Race, particular races, races. yep. Yep. Yeah. Then there is that added attraction also. That was my sport. That was my sporting idea mm. about the um, greyhounds that were purchased yeah. through that were only eligible for certain races. But like so, the, the Bendigo Ready to Race, they had cer- certain races. They had, they had a race on Cup Night, mm-hmm. um, where it was worth I don't know twelve thousand uh, at their Bendigo Cup. The winner of that, um, yeah, it was yeah twelve. And then on at the at Sandown Park, the top eight ranked. Uh, auction dogs um, mm. would compete at Sandown Park, and the winner got about twenty four thousand, I believe. Well, yeah, I, no, that's I, think, ex- I think I'm recovering here, boys, because I, I thought that was potentially a, a stupid question. No, it's it, not. It's turned out it's, it's there's actually a, there's a big hole. I actually, big. boys, if you go if you go back a few years, we actually had some auctions here about uh, twelve or fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple couple of auctions. It started off with the doctor's kennel. So. Um, uh, McMahon's had all his dog, and we probably auctioned 30 or 40 dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the next year we had uh, Doctor's Kennels again plus outside entries, mm-hmm. and we probably auctioned off another probably 50 or 60 dogs. Mm-hmm. Went very well. Then the idea went to GRV and obviously ended up at Bendigo. Um, and then it was supposed to evolve to this side of the state as well. So what they originally planned was one on that side of the state at Bendigo, and there was another one going to be at either Warrigal or Sale. Um, unfortunately, it just never got legs and never and never grew um, anymore. But you know, I reckon there's a huge opportunity there. 
right now. Yeah, yeah I reckon. absolutely huge. And they always say there's not enough dogs being bred to be able to do it. And mm. always excuses, but um, I think now's now's the time. Yep, that's, I agree. That, that's that's just not that's not real, is it? They're no, mate, it. it's not. No, 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 no. If you keep if you keep saying that, it's never never going to happen. Yeah. So it's a bit like uh, syndications of grains. It just doesn't happen enough. No. Well, it doesn't, that's because. The reason why there's no the syndications doesn't happen enough is because you need a license to syndicate, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. they make it, to get, making a license more difficult than correct. Um, they do. Well, they actually do. Yep. Do you know how much? Do you know how much the to get it is to get a syndication license? Twenty five thousand thousand dollars. Yep. Yeah. Which is and just then, yeah, that's actually it's almost like price gouging, isn't it? It's, it's creating a yep. situation where yep. a, a limited few can totally dominate a market. Yeah. I'm with Bowie anyway in the next race. Nah, the eight, oh, the, the seven wins. Dogs here, aren't we? The seven wins this. Lady Ziva, this is the best bet of the night. Well, that was, oh, that's right. Race yeah, was nine, too. number seven. Here we go. Lady Ziva. Well, I, look, I'm going to hope that my mate Charlie uh, Galea with Lady Rosina Hook number four with a vacant box inside it might run a better race than it has in the past few. So, And also, staying alive for six, we've got 21. 21 left. Going in, 21 left going into the second last for staying alive for uh, eight, 800, 800 big ones tonight. Oh, all right. They are the great the great man uh, from GRV and uh, listener to our program, Trent Langscale, has sent me a, a message on social, me- social media. Surgeon, yes, got too close to arrival in the 2008 Melbourne Cup final. So um, there's a couple there that, um, yeah. Isn't he a star, Trent Langscale? Yeah, he's a, he is a, tra- he's a he's cracking a star. bloke. Yep. Um, gave us a ride home as well when uh, we were down there at Sale. He was on course. Stayed, yes, right stayed at the same place as well. So uh, Race nine at Sale. For those out there playing, I'm very, very keen on the seven here, Lady Ziva, and uh, as is Michael Thompson. Uh, this is the Sale to Sandown series, one to four wins, heat three, and the J Bond banger, or Bowie. Jason, Jason, is on Bowie. Jason. And we're kicking Jason. this home. Green light will be turned on shortly. Doing law for the Sale Ground the Racing Club. Sale every day for the award winning I Fill It in the Grey's Bistro. filling up pretty well here. Favourite box seven. Green light on. We're set Come to go. Come on here, my son. Ready over the 520 metres. Race number nine. Racing, just Augusta got out okay toward the insiders, showing pace to lead up. Going up to second was Lady Ziva, the favourite. Hoppy Bob was a handy third. Then came Lady Rosina Hook, who's whipping up around the outside, making some ground, and Bowie was last. Come on, Ziva! Back straight, just Augusta, the front runner by about two lengths to Lady Ziva. The outside, Lady Rosina Hook. Then for the back came Hoppy Bob, and last was Bowie. It's a packing field coming to the corner. Just Augusta still the leader, though. About two or three in front, and just Augusta. Just Augusta leads all the way. Lady Ziva that second, stings. Hoppy Bob's that run third. Really the stings. Was Lady Rosina Hook and Bowie at the tail. And the time's really good, around 29.47. 29.47? You're wow. kidding me. It's fair flying, fair too. Flying How tricks. on? You just couldn't have it running 29.47. And to everyone else, to everyone out there, I'm sorry. Uh, I, did, I didn't think it would run that sort of time. And I don't we, know we, we do talk about this a little bit, and I think it's worth reiterating that you need to look at... Uh, a meeting in isolation. They've been running extremely fast times. But 25-28, last start there over the 440, that doesn't get you excited. Like, no. And the no, there's, there's been a couple tonight, and you just want to be just that little bit careful on a track that's racing. When it's racing as fast as it is tonight, we might be looking at these times in a couple of weeks and thinking, well, they'll win again. But you need to sort of aggregate 
what the average time for the night was and all the rest of it compared to previous meetings because the times, I mean, we, we spoke about, well, according to Jeff Chignall, the second fastest first split in the history of sale greyhounds tonight. So, you know, yeah, yeah. you need to be a little bit careful. Yeah, that is, the amount of dogs that have run 2940s and 50s tonight has been probably up there with some of the you know, most frequent for a long, long time. The first winner, the, the first winner, the first start of it, what did it go over 440? 7475 did it went around there on uh, on I think it was a Monday, and uh, we've got the Tarragon Cup final. Oh, sorry, the the heats coming up shortly, and then the final is on Australia Day, boys. So to continue that Gippsland Festival of Racing, mm. well, yeah, you it's got, it's 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 yeah. I'll see, I'll see you there, boys. I reckon we're doing golf scores tonight. Peacock, I'm two over. You're two under. Does that sound about right? Uh, probably sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right for the listeners out there. Hopefully. They've all uh, had a fill up. We've got a couple of minutes left on the program, and uh, it's been it's been a fantastic night. We've played some music, which has been good, unlike uh, last week when last we week, when we yeah. did it tough. Um, we landed the quaddy as well, and um, unfortunately, staying alive for six. What are the what are the tickets looking like for staying alive for six? Because uh, I think majority sure would have had that race. seven. Well, we got Chuka screaming out to us. Chooker yeah, there Parker. was 21 left prior to that race. 21 left prior left to that race. prior to that race. Okay, so with two yeah. races. So basically, so basically, Bobby, no new information. Uh, it, no. no, actually, I was, no, that's, that's <laughs> true. I, I, was, I was actually screaming it out, sorry, to one of the punters in the, uh, uh, in the sports lounge. I'm trying to catch the attention of the uh, behind the bar, but not having a lot of luck there either. So um, they're just ignoring Poppy and I, which they normally they, do. They so do, nothing, yeah, yeah. Nothing changes they, they there at that. all, so. They do that. Uh, uh, now, so Tarogan Cup Australia Day, we should make mention too, yep. that it's going to be a, uh, a cup with a bit of a difference again, unfortunately. Over it looks that way. So, yeah, no, it is. So it'll be over the 395, which we had this discussion last week. Yep. But it also um, looks as though no crowds, boys. Um, so uh, there's going to be a few VIP in the, uh, in the, the rooms itself. I think yep. they're going to hold about 70. No um, crowds. And, no crowds and on the deck participants only. So, um, yeah, so that's um, get it for a launch. It's going to be a little bit different, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, I, geez, I mean, you guys have been in this position before, but, geez, you feel for them, don't you? Yeah, I absolutely feel for them, mate. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, uh, yeah, look, if they had have said that to us a uh, week before the sale cut, we'd be oh, filthy. Well, yeah, yeah, we'd absolutely be absolutely filthy. filthy. So, um, yeah, no, look, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a struggle yeah. for Clarkie, but they'll, they'll get through and um, hopefully yeah. come out the other side. Well, we, 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 we actually cut numbers off. Deliberately, didn't we? In the yep. end, we yep. sort of two or three days out. We just said, "Look, we're not going to do any more big because we can't, we can't, we can't justify. Well, we wouldn't be able to serve them. We thought, well, let's no. take the risk. Let's let's not ruin the night for <laughs> no. a thousand yeah. for the yep. expense of another three or four hundred. Exactly right. Correct. It's, uh, it's weird, been it's weird time, people. It's like, I don't want to go yeah. further into this. No, no, neither do I. No, I, no, I, uh, I agree, Jay Bond. We are, we are. Almost done here on Sale Sundays on this uh, marvellous Sunday night. We will see the boys uh, and everyone Desi, who texted yeah. in and the listeners next week. Same time slot, 6 till 9. Hopefully, Jay Bond will be back 
sitting next to me in studio next week and we'll be tipping plenty more winners again. Thank you for texting in, who, or all the listeners who text in tonight. Thanks for your time, Jason Bonnington. <laughs> Bye, Jason. And thank you to Poppy and PDJ on course. See you, fellas. See you, Thanks, J boys. And for those out there still want to play in the last couple of races, high profiler and score review I like in the next couple. Do you have any, J-Bot? Yeah, score, I'm with you on score review, so hopefully we can get a little bit of glory off air. Ah, fingers crossed. Have a great night, everyone out there, and be sure to tune in tomorrow on SEN Track. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.